The following program contains misinformation, disinformation, and hate speech. It also features personalities who have been labeled far-right, semi-fascist, neo-Nazi, fringe, domestic extremists holding unacceptable viewpoints. Any and all calls for justice are to be taken in the context of Minecraft, the game, as are any references to woodchippers, helicopters, or firearms. This product has not been evaluated by the FDA. We do not condone illegal behavior. We do not offer financial, medical, or any other professional advice. All comments are for comedic purposes only. Views expressed within this program do not accurately reflect the views of the corporation or its sponsors. Use only as directed by medical professional. Use of this product may lead to cancer. Other known side effects may include, but are not limited to, hypothermia, heat stroke, sudden adult death syndrome, dizziness, nausea, irritability, cognitive dissonance, confusion, sudden onset dementia and Alzheimer's, winter vagina, erectile dysfunction, transphobia. See pamphlet for more details. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. Consume. Open. Everybody, welcome to my friends hate freedom podcast. I'm Bear Snare, and I'm here with Brian Norton, Scrambling Brian, FoodForestFarms.com, right? FoodForestFarms.com, yes, all, all things me. <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, you've got a lot of stuff going on there. You've got CBD coffee, and you've got um, different crafts and stuff, and you've got other CBD products. Well, I own a CBD company called cannabinoid natural foods uh if you go to food forest farms there just happens to be a portal to a shopping cart to that company gotcha yeah 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 separate entities legally <laughs> oh yeah okay yeah yeah but it, it foodforestfarms.com is becoming ah it's really interesting um you know how like the agorist marketplace exists and everybody's always you know trying to post shit and arguing and blah 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 yeah, I've, yeah, I've gone on yeah. there, but I haven't spent much time there. Oh, yeah. Um, the guy from the Lots Project, um, him and uh, Toolman Tim both hooked up with the silversmith on there and had custom silver coins made for their podcasts. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's some legit business that gets done on there. Um, I have my coffee up. The only the rule for there is you have to post on their website. I think that before you start spamming the, the Telegram chatter, um, but then you have to have at least one form of payment that's not fiat. Okay. So, yeah. Some type of crypto, some type of barter. You have to accept barter or crypto, basically. I, I can't yeah. think of other not fiat. But, um, but yeah, so that kind of exists. Um, but, yeah, the other day I started going and adding people's websites to foodforestfarms.com underneath the general store. So I'm collaborating with people on a copy that I make for them anyway, like a customized blend that they've developed. So why not allow them to put it up for sale to anyone else they know? Um, so I made them a web page that, like, all links back to their projects. Oh. Nice. So, yeah, so that, they're selling yeah, your coffee for you, and you just do batch orders for them, kind of thing. I only make custom make coffee to order. I don't roast it until you order. Okay. Uh, so yeah, the 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 int yeah. So the interesting thing was, 
we started a NFT project when I heard about a winery that, that NFT their vines. Um, right. Once our RFID tags became a thing, yeah. you could have the picker scan the RFID tag. I think I've heard Jack Spirko talk about that. If it's the yeah, same that's thing where I'm thinking I got, of. No, no, that's where I got the idea. And after he got done with that, I was like, you know what? I'm trying to do our dissolved coffee. I re I started this membership thing about a year before that. And I was like, my goal is really to only ever work for 100 humans on the face of this planet ever, huh. <laughs> but be their complete bitch. Like they want a custom this and that and hunt, want me to go. I used to hunt coffees by the like, you know, millions and millions of dollars for big restaurant chains. Why not do it for just a hundred people that get it? Right. So I was like, fuck this NFT thing. Boom. Coffee club NFT. That's it. So as soon as we sell our hundredth position, the door fucking closes. Huh. Everybody's got their numbers. It's in line and in already. Right. So they have the right to buy from me at a price that I won't sell to anybody at um, right now. So there's an arbitrage opportunity, right? They can, right. They can order more at their price because they're unlimited. They own one hundredth of my production. Um, so once I shut the door, you can't order from me anymore. You'll have to choose one of those other portals to go through to order. So you'll really be ordering from them, who's adapting their order to me. Right. And out the coffee cups. Yeah. Oh, that's, so it's, that's a it's, pretty interesting people, business oh, people structure. People wanted to pay like. Think about uh, like affiliate links and shit, right? Yeah. Everybody's giving away affiliate links on shit they really don't. It's not a personal item that they made and had handcrafted for them, right? And that they have opportunity to buy at a locked in low price. And there's a natural spread that already exists in the environment. Yeah. Why not? I was just racking my brain like, God damn, I would love to get this thing to 100 so we could shut the door. Then, then what happens, this is the crazy thing, like a company that's selling stock, and this is not a security. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is my financial NFT. advice. Yeah. Um, once the hundredth position is sold, you can't get any more. There aren't any more to buy. The hundredth gone. Right. The only place that you can buy a position now is from one of the hundred people that have one. So right now the price is zero, right? It's just do the monthly boom, lock in a number. As soon as the hundredth locks in, the, the portal on the website to do business with me directly will go away. There won't be a way to buy my car. Right. So there's got to be a minimum so, that you're looking for. Like what? Um, oh, it is. It's two pounds a month. It's just nothing. It's 40 oh, that's, bucks. Yeah, that's I mean, not a ton. The, the coffee should be $40 a bag anyway. You're talking micro batch certified coffees. Wow! Go try to buy some online. Have it delivered to your door. I'm I'm so, gonna have to. Yeah, but, I'm gonna have to buy some because as of yet, um, to this day, the best yeah. coffee I've had is Nicole Sauce's Holler Roast, and I know you do the the air roasting like she does. So yeah, yep, that, yep. that air uh, roasting coffee is a whole game in and of itself. I worked for the largest air roasted coffee company in America at one when I was suit tie guy. Wow. Uh, and it logistically can't scale up. You have to understand, Starbucks is spinning 5,000 pound batches. Like small batch for them is like 5,000 pounds. Right. Whack. 
So you're talking every 12 to 15 minutes, that thing dumps 5,000 pounds come down the hopper. The largest air roaster in the world that we were able to build. Well, 35 pounds got stable really quick. 60 pounds was the next generation. It wouldn't scale. You can, there's a limit. You have to lift the beans up, but the amount of air pressure it takes to lift the beans up increases the speed, which increases right. the heat dissipation. It's a self-limiting way to do it. So yeah. we were able to marry two industrial machines together so you could get a full sack of coffee, like 160 pounds in the air. But that was it. So we had to figure out how to make the computers run the machines and daisy chain an entire fucking warehouse of roasters together to just continually be roasting, dropping, roasting, dropping, like all automated. Wow. Uh, because that was the only way you could do air. I mean, and it was, you know, and we were like, yeehaw, we got up to like 20 million pounds, you know, and they're dropping that in a day. So yeah. that's why it, 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 they wouldn't let us play in cupping competitions either because of the difference in the way it's roasted. It always really? tastes sweeter and sh they kind of had to create a whole different set of standards because imagine if you take it was a soccer, that head and shoulders above the rest. No, just different. And well, if you know anything about consumer like taste test paneling, um, like the Pepsi challenge, the reason Pepsi won that was because it was a sip test. In a sip test, a sweeter beverage will always win. Well, okay. Uh, if you make somebody, okay, now consume the whole thing and you just have a one-way mirror and you see what's left on the table after they get sickened by the sweetness and switch to the other, like that will tell a different story, which pans out in retail. But... Oh, long story short. So, uh, air roasted coffee, yeah. So imagine you're cooking a coffee bean, say a soccer ball, and you're cooking on a frying pan with a blowtorch, <laughs> red hot steel, right? You're frying the outer shell. Yeah. Whole outer shell is fried. Okay. The basic math, you fry like 1% into a sphere, you've destroyed 9% of the mass. Okay. So... Something that is cooked conductively, direct heating, you have to cook this stony rock hard object from the out to the in and have it all end up the same. Not impossible with a frying pan, right? You can fry a right. steak, it gets a skin and a pink. Hey. Okay. Hey, we're back. Sorry there we go. That. Yeah. <laughs> it was like my epic coffee rant. It was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, you were you were describing about how uh, if you put it in a frying pan, it doesn't cook like it doesn't cook it evenly. It'll get like a skin oh, yeah, on yeah. it, or you know, you cook like a patch of it. You don't. Um, right, right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get to the math. Sorry, yet. that's okay, going perfect. back a ways. But uh, yeah, yeah. No, no worries. <laughs> uh. You what? Are you going to splice it together? You want me to just start telling? Yeah, I don't worry about it. I never stopped the recording because that's offline. So, oh yeah, yeah, perfect, perfect. So okay. we can just go oh. back and and this will be a, a cut it out kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Okay, okay, edited version. Uh, okay, so after uh, after drum roasted coffee, which is convectively cooked, direct heating is done being cooked, it's directly fired. So the outer shell has 1% burn. 
Right. So if you burn a sphere 1% deep, it's 9% of the mass or yeah. cubic area, cubic area, which is, you know, if it's the same density, 9% of the mass. Yeah, yeah. So that means 9% of the particles in the brewing basket to make the pot of coffee or the cup if you're doing a pour over is literally what would go on the cupping note chart as a defect a burned coffee charcoal charred okay paste. so nine percent of the stuff you're hoping to make a beautiful drink with is by definition a defect so you have to taste the 91 percent that is left that is beautiful and try to pretend that you didn't taste the other nine percent <laughs> so <laughs> yeah so Arrows and coffee, the difference is there isn't that 9% burn factor because the gentle all-around heating doesn't create a fried outer in a, in a raw. And the, the other defect is a raw center. Raw coffee tastes like, mm, like old moldy bananas. So that's also in there with the 9% burn. But like, so Arrows fixes both problems. The problem is you can't scale it up. So... If you get people too addicted to it, how do you deliver it on mass if you're like the big guys? So that is why they don't they, they didn't let us play in different categories because they, they just you know they're like ah potatoes, potatoes, oranges, apples, you know don't play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go huh. go away. So yeah, if you like um, the interesting thing though is people that were born in the northeast or that were like far west coast. That were trained. I mean, if you if you take a toddler and every time he like looks at orange, you just say blue every time, right? Then then that orange is blue, right? Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, if you grew up on sugared milk beverages, um, right? The Starbucks their their number one sale in the U.S. economy is milk. They're the largest milk buyer in the U.S. Huh. So wow. think about a 20-ounce latte. It's 16 ounces of milk in a two-ounce shot. Right. Huh. So they, re they really care about milk features. I mean, they're, they're buying and building coffee farms as fast as they can, but really their job is to corner the milk market. Interesting. Uh, I know they teamed yeah, up yeah. with Monsanto at some point because there was some kind of lawsuit about people wanted to know what was in Starbucks flavoring syrups? And of course, oh, yeah, of course yeah, it's high yeah. fructose corn syrup with tons of pesticides and stuff, right? But well, because, of their, because of their because of their customer yeah. base, they don't want to tell people that. So they right. I don't know if they actually merged with Starbucks like or I mean with uh, Monsanto like they bought them or if it was just they 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 somehow got under the umbrella so that they did not have to disclose the ingredients of their syrup. Well, they just brought in a new, like, Indian uh, CEO, like, last week. Schultz quietly stepped aside. It's like, ooh, let's see, PepsiCo. Oh, yeah, Indian chicken. Uh, oh, Starbucks. Uh, huh. <laughs> one by one, tick, tock, tick, until you pull the board. Yeah. Microsoft and Microsoft, who's running Microsoft right now? I guess it's not Bill Gates. 
I don't even know. No, I don't, I don't follow don't that think stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh yeah, I don't know, man. It's, I just uh, assume no matter how big the corporation is, there's another bigger investment corporation that owns them. Pretty like much. behind it. Yeah, 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 that's like stacking the board, but then they're not gonna like pop out till they got like ah checkmate. Yeah. So anyway, back to it's, coffee. I was wondering <laughs> what is um you you do <clears throat> excuse me. You do C B D coffee. Yeah, what, yeah. So, um, what's the specific we, reason for adding CBD to coffee? What is it? I mean, oh, I know. Oh, okay. Uh, I have drug rep people in my family, um, right? So, if you listen to like drug reps sit around and talk, uh, the biggest problem is patient noncompliance. So, right, docs will write out scripts, shit's supposed to work, blah, 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 but it's on a schedule. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have to say, since I sell CBD, uh, nothing I say is intended to prevent, treat, <laughs> any disease. You shouldn't take it. It doesn't work. It's been proven to like no effects. This at product all. has not been evaluated by the FDA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why my my skin cream is called Plain Cream, P L A N E, mm. and its its tagline is "This will do absolutely nothing for you." <laughs> Nice. So I actually it's like a, Elon's flamethrower named It's Not a Flamethrower. Right, yeah. I have some C B D cream that is amazing. Um if I have joints that are See, bothering me, it like it's incredible what it does. The funny thing was I didn't ever use my own one until uh uh I did something wackadoo a few weeks ago and I had a bowling thing I had to do and I put a lot on. I've never felt my arm tingle like that. But huh. man, oh man, bam, back to good like 15 minutes later. I've had, I've watched people at shows and conventions and whatever, put a bunch on things that really hurt them, but I don't really have anything that hurts like that. And, uh, you know, I've seen people like, wow, holy shit, like, you know, but to have it yourself, like, oh, oh, okay, I get this now. <laughs> yeah, nice. It's one thing to have the knowledge of, right, in the brain, but the other thing to, like, experience it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd been taking CBD internally for a long time before I ever tried oh. like the topical. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it's amazing. Oh. It's it's so different. So so coffee, coffee, right? Okay. Right. So it's a it's a vehicle, right, to move a thing. So what is the one thing you can count on? Coffee addicts are coffee addicts. I am going to consume the exact same number of cups today as tomorrow as next. I like I you know, it's very regularized. Yeah. So if you had a way to put a thing that you wanted someone to take on a schedule, but they were like maybe older and maybe not so compliant or forgetful, right? And they were like, I want to do this, but fuck, I forget everything. Hmm, like maybe my mom. <laughs> 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 so, uh, yeah, I kind of made a thing for my mom and then was like, and we don't make that. We private label that. Okay. Um, right? I, the, the company that makes it for us is first probably the, the most humane best our our job with all of our cbd products is to be the lowest cost provider that we know of that you could find and i like item cheaper let us have nice yeah that's our that the, yeah so i made it from i i did specialty coffee anyway right and she drinks coffee <laughs> So I was like, you know, the way to get you to take this on a regular at a known amount called titrating a dose 
yeah. <laughs> is to put it in a thing like and especially if they're going to use k cups because they're very those are even more predictable right so yeah it, it uh, that is how that whole thing got born and then it was like oh yeah okay but other people don't drink coffee that's only 52 percent of the population so uh yeah we got into other shit and then fda started sending letters out um, if you were getting too near the edge of being like kid friendly so oh, we huh. ended our cookie line we ended our candy line oh jeez. Uh, you know, and just to make it clear, like, you know, not for children, 21 plus, all that, you got to click through that shit on the website. Yeah. And, oh, that's weird, because so many people do sell that stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, at least, like, the gummies and stuff like that. Yeah, under, like, shell corporations that aren't attached to assets, and, like, yeah. Oh, gotcha, they gotcha. Or, like, so they jump yeah, through some yeah. hoops and, and create some, like, infrastructural barrier between themselves yeah. and gotcha. Far down every assets, right? Just be a dude that works at a gas station, throw some shit on the counter and sell it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the worst that's gonna happen there and grab your shit? Yeah. So yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's the wild west though. I mean it really like that. Yeah. So why did I make it? I don't know. I wanted my mom to like take something. Oh, that, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm wondering is good. is coffee actually a good like delivery mechanism oh, as vehicle? far as, yeah like does it because um, i guess the heat would help but um yeah, it, it sounds like if really you're putting it in grounds you lose you lose some of the cbd as well as we know. don't we don't ship anything ground because i don't sell stale well, no coffee. but you end up grinding it to to make it yeah but you grind it and brew it immediately i mean you're gonna have a little wear off the oven grinder but you know yeah. you're talking hundreds of hundreds of a percent so it is a pretty good um delivery vehicle for something like cbd it's very predictable we send it to labs to get it tested so like we know how much is in so when you put one gram of coffee one gram of beans right in your grinder you're going to deliver 0.9 grams of cbd to yourself gotcha wow or no nine milligrams yeah it's all grams yeah that makes more sense Yeah, yeah, it's it's so that you can have one like American sized cup of coffee and deliver yourself twenty milligrams. Huh. Nice. A big old mug is one. You know, it's like a race for people how much CBD they can do. I completely don't think it works like that. I think there's sockets and receptors, and once they're full, they're full. Huh. You know. Yeah. You know, just buy stuff to piss out. Like, well, you can. Right, I'll sell you right. lots of it. But, yeah. uh, you know, like, if you're, like, trying to be effective and on a budget and all that, you know. I mean, that there's a reason they pay Willie Nelson for his name and why he led the CBD coffee charge. But there's a reason why he's up $100 a bag because he's got to grease down, like, four layers of people faking off his name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You, you know, got oh, yeah, you got your wholesale right. brokers, you got your coffee you got your infringement, yeah. yeah, yeah. Then you got the coffee company you got to buy your stuff from, and you got two layers of distribution. Woo! There's a lot of people out there with hands in the middle of it. And that when you're buying from me, it comes straight from the factory to the youth. <laughs> yeah. So you, that, that's, yeah. Do you, uh, you said you yeah. get someone else to do it to infuse the coffee do you um actually make cbd or did do you contract that in as well no 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 like you can't do that shit in washington state 
So oh. it has to get done at an FDA certified facility. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so I mean, Washington State doesn't want to play FDA. nice. <laughs> well, the factory has, they have no comment on, on the, and it's, it's funny because they sublet that to the states. So huh. particular states, you know, USDA, like the, so the it's Department like of the facility is, is FDA approved, but not the product. Right. They make yeah. no comment one way or the other on the product. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the weird land of Switzerland, like right now. Like, where's the line? I don't know. It's my line. No, you're like the plant we used got a letter from the federal FDA, but then their local state responded and now it's back to, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, they're paying you? Okay. <laughs> No, I I know that's a very complex world for sure. And yeah, it's just silly, but it's you ridiculous. know what, whatever. It I, the problem is I know it helps people, but I can't really yeah, it doesn't help anything prevent it. Right. Um, yeah, of course. But oh, I know someone who yeah, that, um someone uh, who I used to work with, her mom had cancer and they lived down in the Delaware area. So she had access right. to some uh, like Johns Hopkins and stuff, and they were. Oh, right, she right. was part of um, a study where they were treating. They were treating the cancer with um, THC, and they were observing the the tumor um, shrinking, shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. And then the study got canceled. It got defunded, and she wasn't Shh. able to get the treatment anymore. It's okay. Get, this is what people have to get. There's okay. The little cannabis plant or the hemp plant, whatever we're going to call it, and depending on what whose ground it's growing in at the moment, it's the same plant. It's Definitely local. not so, marijuana. Yeah. Well, no, same thing. Marijuana. So the <laughs> plant. It's only one plant. Cannabis sativa. Yeah. Plant. So so it produces 125 different cannabinoids. Right. Yeah. Some of them are still theoretical. They've been figured out by the chemists, right? But they haven't been like derived yet because they don't they're such small amounts, but they're there. Right? They 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 exist. So if you take a sphere and you shove like 125 toothpicks in it, and they're every single one of them is either in or out, like between zero and ten, right? Uh-huh. Okay, now you got a lock of 125 positions on each ten. 10 times 125, right? That is how many different cannabis, pot, weed, marijuana plants con- like when they spit out their resin, they're an oil factory. That's all it is. It's, just, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a green oil factory and it spits out a goo called cannabis resin. So yeah. think of how different it is from plant to plant, state to state, seed to seed. So like when they're doing a test on even that THC, like, mm, are we talking like where they've ripped apart 125 chemicals and stripped it down to just THC Delta 9, and that's what they're using? Or are we talking THC A, or are we talking THC 8 or 10? Right. Like, so, okay, was it 10% one, 9% the other, 1% one? Like, so what drug are they treating? They don't even. Right. Right, so that's the oh, whole yeah, that's thing. Interesting. Pretending they know how this works, that, right? But first, remember, oh yeah, it didn't do anything. 
won't help you, doesn't care shit, uh, don't use it, it'll hurt you. <laughs> yeah. Right. You'll go into a raping frenzy. Uh, <laughs> and then now it's like, holy fuck, it works. How do we patent it? Oh, well, wait, there's a, uh, I don't even know, 10 to the 125th power number of possibilities of what can spit out of a plant. You have to like test. I mean, you you never be able to control, control that ever. So, well, I guess supercomputers start working on the shit and you just, I don't know. So <laughs> that's why the Rick Simpson oil, kind of the stuff that stuff you're talking about where it's, it's full plant, all THC. Like there's a reason that Facebook group has like 500,000 people that have all beat cancer with that. Cause they didn't have. Wow. Really? Huh. Like there's a reason. <laughs> They all talk about it to each other. They don't sell the product. Go listen to what they say. Right. Right. And they use whole plant, fully concentrated. The full spectrum. Right. The full plant. Because nobody, and they'll all agree, like, holy shit, this does that. I've seen it tend to this injury mission. Okay. Like, what did it? If they're honest, they'll go, oh, we have no idea. Yeah. So as long as they have no idea and it, they're, it's the only substance on earth that I know of that has LD zero, lethal dose zero. Water has an LD number. will kill you if you drink X amount of it. Cannabis oh. has LD zero. No one has died from consuming it. I mean, I'm sure there's a way you could, theoretically. Mm. Everybody but, says that. has yeah. not been done on this planet no, yet. I mean, crazy. people have done it and driven into poles, and but that's not right. the drug killing you. That's not you yeah. strapping down, taking We're it. having panic down. attacks and going to the hospital, but that's... Yep, yep. Yeah. That, that has to do with the system, not the drug. So, yeah. It, it, so, anyway, so I will make the claim until somebody can bring me an actual rules that shows me a number that's not LD0, I'm going to say LD0. So, if you have something with LD0, it can't kill you. Why would you not play with it? Knowing that there's a chance above one that it could maybe do something. It's it's not very good for the um, for the pharmaceutical just, industry. For the, yeah, for, yeah, for the well, petrol-based pharmaceutical industry. Uh, yeah, I was talking to somebody about that the other day because I do crazy shit. I use like light therapy. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I used to grow. I used to grow weed for cancer patients back in the day uh, huh. when they couldn't get out of bed. So I like I get. I was on the cutting edge of LED tech when the very first grow rooms were switching over. Um, you could feed them so much less energy, but it, right. it was like it was like boutique lighting. Right, you figured out what each spectrum of light like did to the plant, uh, huh. right? And like this, it's it's funny. Six sixty red is such like a powerful light, and now that's kind of the exact same light. All these like crystal hippie chicks are like coming up with for the like the, the like healing light stuff, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have to know how it all works. I just have to know that it works. Like, yeah, I've oh, heard wait. that that, I guess that's probably the frequency that um, I've heard can help you. It stimulates tissue or something. Well, yeah, and, and it can help you overcome the effects of, um, like, Wi-Fi and stuff. I think it was Wi-Fi yeah, specifically. Yeah, it, 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 it would make sense. It's a it's an anti-inflammatory 
frequency. Because uh, I, I like when I'm sick. So yeah, I'll sit in front of 660 red lights and like throw on just like the total shocker note stuff. Just, oh yeah. Oh, that's awesome I that you're think, into that. Because I'm in. I I recently uh, got into the healing frequencies. Um, yeah, like 432 and stuff and I do music so I've started like tuning my guitars to that and stuff which makes it harder to do music because none of the computer right. synths actually default to that or anything but but yeah it's, nice. that's something I've gotten into I've started doing my ohms in the morning like on my way to work I'll, I, I put on a CD and just start like chanting along to it yeah yeah it's interesting when you figure out what frequency like your skeleton vibrates at it's pretty fun yeah 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 and i haven't yeah. um i haven't figured out much of anything observable except my chiropractor told me that it's good to do like the vocal stimulation because yeah. that stimulates the vagus nerve so that's really what got me started doing it and i've just taken okay. it i've just taken it further since then that's excellent. See, it all it all like goes around and comes back. Like, oh, okay, yeah. It, it, in the so the debate I was having in the, in the Telegram group with people about like, does that work or that work? One guy's really scientific, and then one guy was like, well, it could all just be placebo. And I was like, actually, I hope it is. That that that's the yeah. If it was, if I just focused on healing myself and I just did batshit crazy stuff, it doesn't matter if it works. Right. Yeah, that's a lot of mind over matter. I mean, that's Rick, yeah. speaking uh, be to great the strength of the mind, like, right? <laughs> yeah, then we don't have to, like, get stuff in a bottle anymore. We can just go out and pick up a leaf or a rock and, like, meditate <laughs> and boom. You know, let's cut out Big Pharma altogether. Like, yeah, well, He I didn't mean, realize because he works for a big hospital system. No, oh, he yeah. was talking. I was like, you're kind of whistling past the graveyard here. You realize that, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's well, like, yeah, it could just all be placebo. I'm like, no, yeah, exactly. It is, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, that's interesting. I, my my brother and his wife are both nurses, and so they've had to go through the whole, um, pandemic thing, and they've they've oh, yeah. they've maintained their integrity, in the way that many people were pressured not to. Um, good, so, good. But luckily, yeah, they was... both got out of like the big chain hospitals they're now working oh. for smaller businesses and it's worked out well for them but for a while well, it was you know it was realigning pretty... it helped people realign right because yeah. then they got to go find somebody who would appreciate them and yep. work. yeah for sure yeah finding finding a company to work at values that aren't just completely corrupt yeah just, well, i i live in pennsylvania I'm, I'm in eastern pennsylvania and a lot of people Toward the Philly area, work at Merck, and well, Ugh. it's uh, yeah. yeah there's you know, there's lots of people we know, and and they just have to, or I shouldn't say they have to. It's sort of in, <laughs> in their best interests to right. not think about some of the implications of some of the products that they make. Oh, you know, I was listening to No Agenda this morning. I think the Sunday yeah, show, too. and it was oh, dude, did you hear the numbers when he started reading off the amount of? Um, uh, I forgot the graph was in like daily body units of uh, of drugs for uh, psych meds by country. Oh yeah, it went from like yeah, it, thirty. Oh, I don't remember what it was to forty. Like one of the Scandinavian like, countries like went from like thirty two to one. Yeah, like globally, that was, was within up. the U.S. I think that it went up from like thirty thousand yeah. or 
whatever whatever the it was it was like a factor of like 25 but we were already stupid high like people like it was one of the scandinavian countries was like from like a 32 to like a 138 wow (laughs) oh my gosh he's like wait till their numbers for next year come out different this and that yeah yeah and and they were saying in the u.s that um most of the growth was in adults between like 22 and 40 or something like that well yeah they're terrorizing everybody like you know and then and then there were and then don't have to terrorize everybody as their businesses collapse (laughs) or get thrown out of work right (laughs) then then they are depressed yeah yeah Shit, yeah. Hey, at least you've got a food forest, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I there's like 200 things you could eat here, but like I've kind of switched to all meat. (laughs) Oh, really? Huh? Yeah. I did like I did like a year of. um, Oh yeah, on April 13th, I'll publish the picture from last year. I shaved every hair off my body and quit sugar. (laughs) Wow. Nice. Um, so I quit tobacco cold turkey like uh, 18 years ago. I drank like a fifth a day until I was like 47. And I wow, I can cold, cold turkey on like on my like had an epiphany. Boom, done. Uh, so it was the same thing. I had met Dr. Barry. Uh, I'd heard him talk. Like, there's something to like be said about being in a room with docs that like get it and if you hang out with like uh, in a place where like uh, you know like 10 20 people like follow his thing yeah it's just different because they're all fucking ripped like 60 year old guys out there like hey you got a chainsaw let's go cut some shit yeah. like you know like nobody's like looking for the pillows and like talking about cutting early right like, right Right, and he looks like fucking Adonis. And I forget the other meditarian doc online. He, that dude, Sean or whatever, he looks crazy too. Like, huh. okay, and then you go to the regular doc, and they're like fucking morbidly obese that like you know can't find a belt to go around them, and they're telling you to do the pyramid. Right? Like, yeah. Suck oh it man. Never. I tell you what, Ken, <laughs> Ken Berry puts together a compelling argument for keto, and both my wife and I are doing it now. Um, oh, he's yeah, it's. We're not it's all crazy, meat. isn't it? We still do veggies. No, no. We, we love our oh, garden I and everything. Like, 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 yeah, yeah. We um, we do We both feel better, not, right? and my that, wife especially. That was with no sugar. What's that? Uh, no, that was the no sugar like a year ago to just do it right. Like, yeah. okay, this no sugar thing. I'm gonna try it. They all like say, sure, okay. I didn't realize how much a fucking addict that was. Holy Jesus! Yeah. Oh. Oh, me oh, too. Man, I, still, I still oh. cheat, you know? Like, it's oh, I was not so that sick. often that I cheat, but I do. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Oh. Now now that my body has actually switched to the mode of keto, when I do overindulge and have sugar and stuff, I feel like shit. It's so nasty. I, I never believed any of the shit about I did believe it a little bit about sugar, but not. I mean, I sold a lot of sugar. I invented sugar beverages. I mean, well, it was warm. Uh yeah, coming off when I quit cold turkey off sugar, it was worse than smokes. It was worse than alcohol. Oh, oh, this is the worst thing ever. So yeah, that's why I shaved every hair off my body and took pictures of myself. <laughs> I was like, just in case you forget, because I forget. Right. So you shaved your eyebrows? 
everything. I was just like, rah, rah. I was Man. a munchie like, Oh, she came home from work and was like, "What the fuck did you do? <laughs> Who is this? There's an intruder in my home." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I've been puking for like three days." I was like, "Oh, this can't be sugar withdrawals, but really? like nothing else." Yeah. Oh, oh shit. It was, yeah. Wow. Like, oh man, imagine were you eating a lot of style. sugar? Oh, dude, I am. I ate the worst I, for ten years of my life. I ate pizza every single day when I ran pizza shops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh, I had so much built up. Like forty years of just like, and I'd never fast. Like, really, like I fasted. Yeah, yeah, I fasted. Hmm. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, no, bad, bad, bad. Yeah, I I started uh, intermittent fasting like two or three years ago, and it did a lot for me. And that was just because I was drinking a lot of beer and starting to feel bloated. I was gaining weight, and, you know, I, I, I don't weigh myself very often. I got on the scale one day and was like, oh. And that caught me by surprise. So I just started skipping breakfast, and I work early anyway, so it was easier to roll out of bed and roll to work. Oh, and just roll. No, 100%. That, yeah. that, so I had read and, like, got It turned out to be so easy. Before. Sorry, I interrupted yeah. you. What did you read? No, was, yeah, fasting. Like, uh, people who have fasted at any point in their life, in, like intermittent or otherwise, or just a fast, live long, statistic. Huh, yeah. So yeah, after it's done, supposed to reset your done. immune system. Right. Like, it just, you know, it's like, okay, actuarial tables are not something to be toyed with. They are like the math gurus of all time. What tables? So, the actuarial tables for life insurance companies. Oh. That, those guys are like the reason yeah, they get they get usually picked in college like your sophomore years like oh you are a math genius you would like to come to work for you know metropolitan life in the back room no one will ever know who you are you'll have more money than you know, ever spend because huh. they can tease numbers out like that and if yeah. you got a one percent edge on your competitor with you know trillion dollars yeah you know, yeah that's my one buddy's wife's doing that because she for one of those companies. That, so that's why when COVID started, the very first two weeks, I was like, hey, don't worry, guys. You can't hide dead bodies. Like, actuaries. Like, yeah. you're, a zero, you're a zero or a one. Like, when the year comes to the end, you were alive or dead. Doesn't matter how much you fuck around with calling what and naming, like, pink blue and all that. And isn't it interesting when it didn't spike and then when it did? Mm, You know what I want to see next that you can't hide either is live births. Yeah. Can't hide that. And I'm not having a real easy time finding it. Yeah. Um, I know someone who's, um, is it a doula? Who's like a support for, like, she she works in the hospital. Yeah. I haven't. I don't know her super well, so I haven't asked her. But I, yeah, I might have to ask her at some point to see. Although she's newer, she's she's fairly young, so she might not have had a lot of prior experience too. But she, any, they would be talking anyway. I would think so. so yeah. Well, yeah. right. Which all gets back to people will be like anecdotal. Okay, got it, got it. You know, small sample size. But <laughs> yeah. actuarial tables. When you're talking the entire population or huge, large number sets. Like, you can't hide data in a pool of 30 billion. Right. 
So if you have access to that data, super easy to get. Yeah, see the see the trends, right? Because those guys, remember, they're buying stocks and all that to pay those life insurance policies. Yeah, yeah. I've wondered how the insurance companies, both health insurance and life insurance, have um, been able to fare through this, and how, like, I assume they're still kind of towing the the official narrative line, which doesn't make sense yeah. incentive wise. Unless they're getting, unless they're getting funded through the government or through like some global NGOs, you know. Or just yeah, getting the payoff on the like holy like the shit, we're upside down. Companies, if if they're losing forty percent more people, right? Then they're broke. Wow, that's exactly it. And if if they just well, the problem is even if they just lose them faster. Because they've got money stacked for when they're supposed to die. So if they're supposed to got increased, they're screwed that way too. Yeah. It's yep. yeah, yeah. It's oh, yeah. That's what, the couple things that have come out that I've seen have been like, yeah, way ahead of schedule, um, and like the not the people who are supposed to be dying. Right. But it's, like it's especially age. Yeah, it's especially like between like mold, twenty-five and sixty-five, you know. which is the working yeah. age. You know, it's it's the right. people who got it for their job, and that's why that. Yeah, it's like the pension. You know, you don't hear all the cities freaking out about the you know pension funds just going down either. Like, yeah. nobody's talking about the real things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's weird that we like we know it's going on, but it's we can never quite put our finger on it and can you know it's always and then what you know is going on like two years later, it's like it comes out into the public and you're like, Oh yeah, I was right. And you you kinda knew already that you were right, but it's like it wasn't okay to talk about. No, it's yeah. Okay, think about like every new layer that they add, like has to have an admin to go with the layer. You know, it's at this, like it's on a little spinning turntable. It takes energy to like keep it organized from spilling off, you know, and they, they keep adding like another groove on the outside, another like exponential energy to like keep the furthest shit going. <laughs> it was. It's your Rome stretched out to the point where it costs more to keep it together than it did to let it break apart. So, once the numbers don't work anymore, there's nothing to rape or pillage out of the land anymore. You know, that, I think that's why they're doing the just like just say it now, just grab all you can get and just don't yeah. even try to fix shit. Yeah, they're clearly looting the coffers. That's for sure. Well, okay, if if you're uh if you're on an American board for a publicly traded company, right, you have to deliver shareholder value every ninety days. You're on a ninety day get your ass fired and then like your little Johnny isn't gonna like on sucker practice anymore. Right. right. So stupid shit gets done. Like we used to run semis of beef jerky out of the dock, knowing they didn't have a home. So they wouldn't be there on the first of the month. So they'd get counted as sold in the quarter. So everybody would get oh, fucking wow. paid. Huh. And they would come back five days later. And then oh, you'd have to work man. double hard to dump the shit, to sell the new shit, to beat the new quota that they just upped because you made right. your last quarter. Jeez. Oh, my God. And then, oh, the... 
the <laughs> games, the games, right? So then, I mean, that's just low-level corporate world, like just trying to get a crew paid, right? Right. Imagine these guys with unlimited money trying to keep their crews paid. And it just, at some point, becomes so, like, rapey. Yeah. You can't, how do you keep it going? Yeah. So I don't know. It just the entropy is to the point. The numbers haven't worked for like you know. Ah, fuck. When do we leave gold? And then when do we take all the silver out? You know, like sixties, seventies, sixty-four was the last has, last silver, right? And then left the gold window in like seventy-two. Well, like, I mean, we 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 had really left gold back in I think probably oh. when the Federal Reserve was created. We left the gold standard. But they were still like there was still supposedly the the other nations were supposed to be able to cash in their dollars for gold ounces at thirty five dollars right. an ounce. Right, right. We'll hold it for you. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Oh my god, the whole thing is just the whole but they've so they've been pillaging and looting it for all long damn time a long time but i i think now the cost of holding it together is like not there so it's just like crap all you can get yeah I mean, yeah i agree i don't know that's why they're just doing feels they're, like, they're starting to go for the harder assets like the land right or, and we're try to control the food chain you know he who controls the food controls the people yeah, and what freak, like freak you out of banks so that you dump your cash into stuff, right? And then everybody realizes they ran out and bought all the shit in the panic, and they don't really want like four pieces of land. One was fine, and then now you got the <laughs> glut because the prices of food went up, so they got to sell your asset. And you're like, oh, hey, look, limited fire pool now. Yeah. Yeah. The games you can play with that much clout now are just crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because my. My wife and I totally want more land. We we've got like a neat little homestead here on half an acre. Um, nice. We're in town. Yeah, half an acre is great. Half an acre in town is fucking fantastic. It is. It's nice being in town, but also having half an acre. So we've got like one of the nicest, if not the nicest, garden in town. It's a smaller town, and yes, some nice big trees and stuff. But then it's very limited as far as what kind of livestock we can have and what we can build here and that kind of thing. So it's like we still kind of want something bigger, and we've talked about buying raw land, but then it's like, well, if we're not going to live there, we need to actually do something with it to make, make it work for us if it's going to be worth it. Otherwise, it's just like sinking money into something that, like, Yeah, why? see, we got, we got like three five-acre parcels out of town because uh, we have the same thing. We got a quarter-acre in town. Uh, and then I was way too nice and let some people stay there <laughs> <laughs> to oversee some shit for a while. Uh, that became way too permanent. So yeah, we gave them two years to get out two years ago, the end of the month. So wow. when we go over next Friday, I should have my land back. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Have you, it's been a have hip, you gotten involved with hip. courts at all with that or just trying to get no, them out? No, no, we don't use courts. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's oh, good for you. You know, it's all like binding arbitration shit, but I don't want to own their shit either. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just want my space back. Right. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's been interesting. I mean, they want to do the right thing, but they, they're like, we, it, it's one of those, like, 
we want to buy land. It's like, so I, I invented this thing, Squatch Fest. So, God, there's like a hundred hippies dancing around the bonfire with them. Like, we want to help you buy land. It's like, okay, <laughs> go work full time and don't spend <laughs> all of it because you're living in my field for like nothing. So seriously, you both have full-time jobs. Like when you get the money, then don't spend it and make friends with the neighbors. Like seriously, go have coffee with all of them. Like some old lady here will want money more than she wants like an extra five acres. So yeah, they did none of it. <laughs> so yeah, now I only coach if you pay me. Cause it's, yeah. you know what? Cause if I'm going to tell you good shit to do, like in the exact order and hold your hand and do it, like, and then you're not going to do it anyway, then you at least might as well pay me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Dude. Uh, so yeah, I, I do consulting services on my website. Yeah. Uh, I saw on your website that you do that. Is that just like a, <clears throat> I guess because it's consulting, it is just a one person as yeah. Person you know basis. what it is. Um, I mean, I did. I consulted for BlackRock on some shit on one of their mergers uh, with Jeff Foxworthy. Jerky was being wow. launched to the U.S. Their whole attorney team flew to Nashville to like debrief them on the meat snack. You really are a tail. jack of many trades, huh? If I'm going to learn an industry, I'm going to get number one in it, and then I'm going to quit. <laughs> wow. I had the biggest office in the coffee building, and uh, they were yakking at a board meeting one fucking day, and I heard some bitching, bitching from, like, some HR-type people about not enough room for new people. So, like, literally, when they came to work that Monday morning, the biggest office in the building was just empty that was back when there were like cords on telephones there was a cord in one of those plastic office like floor pads and my phone (laughs) sitting in the middle of it and that was it and like it took them a while to like go into the coffee plant because i used to like walk around the coffee plant i was friends with all the production people like i could fucking lift a bag of coffee but the uh yeah so they took them a while to go talk to those guys first like yeah he brought his pickup truck and took all of it because it was all my furniture so (laughs) <laughs> so i relocated myself to my home office and they were like yeah it didn't i didn't hear dick about that i think they called oh, and so were you like, were still so, employed you didn't quit you just got out of the building no, i just relocated <laughs> myself yeah they called and That's they were hilarious. like well uh and i was like yeah remember that comments of now that bitching about where are you gonna put the four new people i was like well there you go put it in the cubbies you'll have it done by like tomorrow afternoon i'm like oh no it's you guys you're gonna have a meeting then another meeting, then a committee, then I'll get assigned. So next month, those four new folks will probably have a place to sit down. I was like, and now I'm 15 minutes away, and you paid for my car. So when you want me, you ring, ring on this thing, and 15 minutes, I'll be sitting there, and you guys will still not be done with your trips to the bathroom. <laughs> shit. They like a one time, and then after that, like, oh, yeah, we could just talk to you on the phone and like well half the goddamn time when i'm in the building with my door shut yelling at people you like call me on the phone anyway yeah like, what would be the difference like really literally what would be the difference oh uh, okay there we go look at that hey i can be how i want to be and you don't have to worry about my hr nightmares <laughs> yeah oh that's great see i'm i'm a oh. jack of many trades but like unlike you i don't 
I basically learn enough to do what I need to do around my own place, and I'm not good at putting it into a professional. Um, no, no, it takes time, man. Each one of those was a decade of my life, like wow. eighty hours a week. Yeah, yeah. There's no like half ass. Yeah, eighty hours a week yeah. is who? That's that's beyond me. No. I've I've never done eighty hours a week. Even we remodeled when our I bathroom hire- last year, and I was doing some long hours, but that wasn't eight hours. Eighty hours a week. No, when you, well. Okay, so if you're on the road 250, 280 days a year, like, what are you going to do? I mean, you can only drink yourself into a stupor like so many hours a day. Like, what? You know, you live in a hotel and you know nobody. You're in, like, X city selling Y customer and you got, like, spreadsheets a mile long. Just do it. And if you just, man, (laughs) I outworked everybody. It was insanity. It it just was. But yeah, when I would hire salespeople, I'd be like, hey, you're going to get like 24 7 nonstop. It will never stop. Like, just because your thing ring earrings from me, like, disregard it completely. Like, just be like, fuck off and throw your phone. Like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I never held it against people for like having actual real lives. I right. I was like, yeah, well, tell them to fuck off. Like, I'll cover for you for sure. Uh, just lie to me on the report so I can lie to my boss. Whatever has to happen. <laughs> yeah, oh, God, it, it got so bad at one point. I started turning in reports that were like, it would just say, like, blah, blah, blah. I would just put lie, 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 exclamation point, double signed, whatever you say, boss. Because <laughs> <laughs> it didn't matter what you put, right? Whatever you sold last year, you were going to get, well, that plus 110%. didn't matter if, like, it was today and you were doing forecasting and you're like, oh, Jesus, we're about to go into a huge economic downturn. You know what happens? People don't eat out of their homes in there. They eat at home. So yeah. if you're a grocery dude, you're going to make your number next year because everybody quit going anywhere. Like, you could be the worst salesman on the planet. You're going to make bonus. All the guys selling hotels and restaurants, they are about to get the biggest hose they've ever had for like the next two years. Unless right? unless the government unless, pays them to house immigrants. Oh yeah. Or well, it's that's the the big companies. They so all corporations, right, are fascistic built on relationships. Oh well it's fucked, right? Because it's in all these people's pensions. Right. So all the public companies are in all these pensions. So like, you know, even like Sally, like socialist who like whatever, but she was a teacher for 30 years. She wants her fucking pension. Okay. Well, how is she going to get the money? Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, Chevron's got to do some bad shit for Sally to get her money. How do you square that circle? Right. (laughs) Right. And then like, yeah, like, uh, mm, yeah. The whole thing is so incestuous and the just 90 year reporting cycle and they're like letting letting humans that don't understand a business run a business via like third parties that don't understand it either. Uh, oh, it's just so insane. You know, just because like the teacher's pension fund has one share of stock in the company. You can't like have trade shows in Orlando anymore. Oh yeah, you know what's funny? You know, like this is suddenly really? a theme on my podcast because someone I interviewed recently, um, he was working for a charity, 
and he said how like he thought it, he, he thought he was doing a really good thing and no. then someone who was one of their donors there was a conflict of interest and so they gave up their um, integrity to keep with the donor you know and that was oh, that, yeah, that was uh, interestingly enough that was his one of his first like realizations that things are not as they seem and right. a lot of a lot of this um, corporate stuff and governmental stuff is really fucked. Yeah, it's so my my degree is technically I was one degree I was one class away from a degree in economics when I got bored and I was friends with the dean of the college. He's like, get the fuck out of here! Like, <laughs> he's, you know, like what do we got already? He's like, yeah, yeah, you got pre law, business admin, call guy like good enough, Steve. You can stamp my ass, get me out of here. But yeah. So economics is just drives me drives me up a wall. So there's a reason for corporations to exist, right? In like 1800 and like 1700, like you couldn't, you needed a telegraph system to put across the country, right? Like nobody had enough money to build it. Right. There, there wasn't a body that could have done it. But now, Jesus, there's so many people that could do anything that needs to get done. There's no reason to diffuse responsibility to gather assets anymore. Right? There's no need to have people that don't understand self-driving cars to have anything to do with investing. So stay the fuck out of it. Right? right. Like there's so my whole thing is But didn't I we get there because we have corporations? Like, I don't no, have... No, I think... Mm, he, yeah, well, it's major... Yeah, yeah, well, okay. I don't have if anything against always, corporations specifically, okay, but to me, it's like... It's the corporatism the of the government fennies. that's the problem. It's it's the it's mm, the relationship between the, the two. It's the fakeness. Yeah. It's the fakeness. If you can have all the benefits of anything with none of the responsibility, because you're a corporate entity, like you are... a Fictional Casper the Ghost, mm. like Exxon, right? So the yeah, CEO so you're of Exxon can be like, of run that motherfucker aground, right? Boom, yeah, just screw that whole country. We're gonna leak oil. All the, ah, oh, oh, oops, oh, chapter thirteen. Oh, hey, look, we're uh oh, you're dropping it now. Exxon, and oh, we're in business later, and we're on the company. Yeah, we're, we're oh yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, like. So, so Exxon like wants to fuck somebody because their company got done wrong by their country. So they run a tanker aground, declare bankruptcy, buy their own assets, come back into business 24 hours later and walk away from all their shit because their corporate personhood died that day. Like, <laughs> but all the same guys have all the same jobs, doing all the same shit, like literally yeah, the yeah. same day. Like that is shit. So I've, I've worked for giant companies that were owned by a human, like a human. Like all person, there was right. a buck stops on my fucking desk. And right. you know what? When shit goes sideways or starts to go wrong, like you can walk into somebody's office and say like, hey, dude, we're about to do a deal with the communists for real. Do you really want this to go down? And he can like literally look you in the eyes and go, no, fuck them. Walk it. And for real, you don't have to ask a committee. You don't have to get like yeah. some parents to like, but some kids are starving. Like you can be like, no, we're not gonna help. And then there's that one person exist. who's responsible, right? And if and if he's like, 
you know, walk into his office and you're the plant manager and he gives you the wink and says, go with the cheaper grade liner on that fucking combusty tank and boom, the night, you know, the harmonious <laughs> thing kills like 10 people. He's got to go to the funeral. The vinyl chloride or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was involved. Yeah, there's some shit. So, yeah, but but you have to go to you have to go meet the widow. Like, there's no board that like. Right. Well, there is a board about private companies too, because you want good, you know, minds to tell you what to do with your money, because it's not diffusion of responsibility. So yeah, I the benefits from being able to aggregate money but diffuse responsibility, I think, have completely perverted the capitalist system the same way that government is perverted by money the exact same way. You vote yourself money and poof, you got more money and power. Right. It's the same thing, it's just different ends. And we've never lived in a actual capitalist i mean we did when we were kids and we were mowing lawns for money right Running yeah, paper yeah. and like selling lemonade that was capital well not even because now you're looking to see if the post's gonna bust it for selling oh, it's, lemonade it's crazy that like kids don't do that anymore it's like they're not allowed you know i was I, 13 no, like, when i started working for around them and they don't talk about it yeah. Nobody talks about doing it. Like, and, no, and we've got like, like, by the time I was 12, I was on my third business. Come we're on. I'm so get scared of child labor. And yet, um, that's like what you're supposed to learn is how to work. Yeah. Mining like gold shows on, uh, like the uh, discovery or whatever. Oh, every one of those guys, when they do the backstories, like, yep, I was in an excavator when I was six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, my first but, job, my first paid job that wasn't for my parents was when I was six years old, I went to my dad's work, and his boss had me sort screws and nails and stuff. Yeah, that's and he, perfect child labor. Just yeah. stupid shit. So you're like, God, I should learn something so I could go and get up to the painting crew or something. You know, Let whatever. me tell you something. He paid me like $2 an hour or something like that. And on yeah. the way home, my dad and I stopped by an arboretum or whatever, and bought a cactus and I still have that cactus this day. That's awesome. That see, that's the impression. See how much like just letting, just letting you work. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Letting you work. Yeah, made it was totally that cool giant it. of an impression. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I tried it. So oh, man, if I had known hard. that that tiny little cactus would grow into this huge thing that I have today too, you know, it's like almost 40 years later, or 35. Um, yeah. It's like. Yeah, yeah. That's like, it, it would have left even more of an impression, you know? Yeah. Well, and to bring it all the way back around, right? That's why on the food forest farms thing, the people that join my club or quote unquote club, right? I'm building them web pages and setting them in the private label coffee business if they just do nothing more than let me do it for them, right? And then now they've got a side hustle. Maybe they don't have a side hustle before, but, like, people are like, oh, I only did podcasting before, but now I got to, oh, I can promote my own product on my own show. It's like, yes, yes, huh. yes, you can. Yeah. Ba, ba, ba. So, yeah, and like, one guy makes, uh, he's a butcher, so he has spices, right? But yeah. you don't want to get in the fucking coffee business. I'm like, oh, don't. Like, but now you got a coffee out of me, so... <laughs> So, yeah, it's it, like I work with other companies like company to company behind the scenes, too. But it's just so much more fun to, like, 
help people start a little small business because I'm like, hey, now literally sell some. And when you want to come visit your production, guess what? You write your trip off. Yeah. Come up and visit your manufacturing plant or go to the specialty coffee show and write off your admission or, you know, blah, blah, blah. You're in the business. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, that, I, that's kind of why I think some dots right now, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, like, so Squatch Fest, we started like, okay, we're going to start putting on festivals. Boom. Guess what became an expense? Going to festivals. Yeah. Got to see how, awesome. got to see how to put them on timing, meet connections, a lot, a lot of handout cards, you know, but yeah, it's, if you, if you work at stuff you love doing, it's kind of work, I guess, maybe kind of, kind of, sort of. I mean, if you're, if your ultimate dream doesn't involve any work, then it's not much of an ultimate dream. Like no, it's, yeah, it's it, good to be useful in some capacity, you know? You get bored. I watched my dad retire from like GOB job, 401k, you know, or, you know, W2 shit like three times. Uh, he tried go, he tried uh, doing it in like independent, like doing his own thing. But I think the whole like 50s to 70s education and like <laughs> Beaver Cleaver rule following line walking uh, yeah. was not helpful in like the 90s environment of like guerrilla marketing and, you know, the burgeoning of the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was so funny, yeah, because all the shit that he, like, he went up, he ended up doing a franchise, and it was all based on safety. Like, it was food, because he was a food guru, but it was, like, the safe play, because the safe thing. And then the right. model drastically changed, and he got, he got fucked by a model change. Huh. <laughs> I was his, uh, I was his VP of operations, and I had to, like, sit the people down and be like, okay, like, here's the deal. You didn't do anything wrong, but you're in a franchise and the model has changed like drastically. So, you know, what, so how did stuff. the model change? What, what was it that uh, changed? Uh, okay. So they bought in a little Caesars franchise. Um, oh, right. And pizza. Yeah. yeah, it was back before there was taken baked pizza. So. There wasn't like, do you guys have Papa Murphy's out your way where it's like no, raw pizza? Don't. No, but oh, okay. I, well, I yeah. don't think so. I'm not a big consumer of pizza, um, especially uh, okay. the frozen ones. So, so um, Little Caesars had the positioning right of pizza, 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 like feed yeah, your whole yep, family for, for sure. cheap. We we don't deliver. Like, you get two pizzas for the price of one because you're the delivery driver, right? And it's a it's a gut buster filler, like deal right and uh mike illich was uh the owner at the time and it was banging along nice but it was right when the pizza war started and pepsico had acquired pizza hut pizza hut was paying limbaugh like 250 million a year for advertising (laughs) so they were literally losing that division of pepsico was losing like 100 million dollars a year but they didn't care because it was just a market capture for like mouths for Pepsi. So you got Domino's and Little Caesars that are only pizza companies, right? And like they don't live if they don't make money selling pizza at a profit. And you got your number one unit running person that's like in it to win it at a loss per pizza. 
So it was, yeah, it was fucking crazy. Um, and then Denise Illich took over, which was Mike's daughter. And like her, her great plan was to like, follow the big guys. And I was like, well, the big guys are committed to losing money. Like, do you got a money machine that we don't know about? Like, you're going to help us and just print the backside of this pepperoni. You're going to show up for free in the stores. Like, you got to show me some math how this works. She was like the first of the new economic crew, right? Like, the printer goes burr because, like, nothing bad would happen. Um, so, yeah, she wanted to, like, reposition the entire chain into a delivery business with one pizza, twice the price. Like there would be no consequences right. for like trying to get 5,000 restaurants to implement this whole other business model into the middle of the flow. And at the same time, <laughs> there was people bought off state legislatures to like add a comma in to a lot of the food stamp laws at the state level. Ah. And this whole experience of. It's called Papa Murphy's out here, but they're called everything everywhere. They're pizzas that are not baked yet. So it's on a... Now yeah, that you the throw new it in the oven and take frozen pizza, pizza, basically, right? Yeah, but fresh and really good oh, restaurant quality. When it comes out of your okay. oven, it will taste oh, exactly the gotcha. same. Yeah, so if you're on food stamps and you're the bottom of the food chain and all like your discretionary disposable to like feed your family was going to like the place that was built around being like the deliverer of value just stops because now they've changed the words so that a different kind of pizza shop can be called a grocery store and not a pizza shop. Then it just sucks the sucks the fuel out of the environment. Uh. Um, so, yeah, so that whole thing happened. So you were losing your low end to the taken banks because it was like, well, shit, I can use my snap on this. So I'll, I'll use my benefits to buy the food. So it leaves my cash free to buy the whatever. Oh, right. So, yeah, so that whole thing was in the middle of the model change. And it was like, you know, I'm pretty good at math. And it was like, do, 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 form project, you know, to, to, to like, we were doing shit like moving every single restaurant as the leases would come up out of King County, Washington, which is Seattle and down to Pierce County. Cause wow. the laws were like, it was, it was bad. I'd write the, I'd write up a letter every time we close the store. Like here are the names of the 20 people we let go today because the cost of doing business is literally twice as much in this County. And the other county will give me a building permit in five days. And when wow. I go to pay it and build a restaurant and employ people, they say, thank you. <laughs> they, what can we do to help you? Not like, hey, that's too much signage. Take that shit down. you got to hide in the corner and die quietly. <laughs> so, yeah, they just that was like, you know, they don't care. And then Boeing sends them the same letter and it like makes big old national news. Like Boeing will never build another plane. And, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, they meant it. Yeah. Just, you know, oh, that reminds me of that book, um, Regulated to Death. I don't remember who That's, wrote it. It's the whole country. It's the whole country. And, the, you know, but every time they make a new regulation, they make three new jobs because, you know, there's a way to beat it two different ways and an attorney to pay to make it legal. So, yeah, arbit they create arbitrage with every effing law. So what's your strategy? Like, what do you do to overcome that? What's your 
like overall uh, sort of philosophy around that? Uh, uh, never ask permission. Uh, never have employees. Right? Yeah. If shit needs to get done that's more than you, 1099, baby. <laughs> if I need a job done, I need a job done. You know, there's yeah. no need to have an employee relationship because, uh, um, God, if anybody hasn't like contracts used to be my thing. So this is uh, part of why you're such a jack of many trades is because you're more into just doing it yourself. And not oh, no, with- not, when we would go to trade shows, I would save my con- like They would give me a budget of like crazy numbers and when they would show up to see what had happened with the money, they were just like looking around and going, how the fuck did you like, we didn't, we know we gave you crazy money, but not that kind of crazy money. Cause when you like go into town, you get a truck and you go to the rental center and just buy the furniture that you're going to sell back on Monday for your show booth. Instead of getting it from the union hall at 10 times the cost, you got right. money to take the customers out to the bling bling at night. Yeah. Yeah. Being creative, like, yeah, don't follow rules. Like, uh, when they hand you the show packet, like, here's all the things you need to do for your trade show booth, throw the fucking thing in the garbage, (laughs) (laughs) and then go get it done. $20 bills on the floor, make friends, you know? Yeah, well, you're not allowed to build your own booth. Yeah, yeah. What are the boys like, Heineken or Corona? What are we drinking? (laughs) Yeah, I I used to work for a custom doorways company, and they, um, they ran into that going to the trade shows in Philly. The the teamsters oh. would be like, "You can't use a screwdriver because that's mm-hmm. you're not part of the union. You have to hire. No, you're not allowed. You have to hire right. us you're to not use a screwdriver. To, yeah. So well, you can use a screwdriver. You just can't use a power screwdriver. Oh, okay. Well, you know what they did? Uh-huh. They put cleats on <laughs> their panels and just lashed them together. Flash them together, clean. Yeah, it's oh, every time you do the show, then it iterates like, okay, going to Philly, we got to put in the snaps. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it's so. If you look at one of the pages on my site under consulting, is trade show Sherpa. So, if you are a small to building brand somewhere in the U.S. and you got bent over, oh, uh, you dropped at off your again. first trade show and are like, oh my, never do that again. Yeah, yeah. Like, so if you're a small brand and you get bent over hard at your first trade show and now you swear them off because, like, oh my God, like being at the wholesale trade show for your industry to show face and to get business to business clients is critical. And you know what? There's people that are really good at it. That's why I offer my services. And nice. uh, nice. yes, yeah. if you tell me the if you tell me the trade show floor in America, I'll tell you what show I did there at what time. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the flow too of a uh, hundred people are coming down the aisle. You want to talk to two of them, like which two, right? If you haven't been on a floor and know about fake badges and like different colors and different like. No buyer, no VP of purchasing for a giant somebody that can write like million dollar checks is walking around with a buyer badge. Their badge right. says like husband or wife or operations or some stupid shit, right? But they don't walk like an ops guy or a wife. <laughs> hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to do? You want to be at a show to say you did a show, or you want to do a show? That is the difference. Like, do you have reservations at the best place in town? And are you going to pick like the two or three people out that should round out a dinner table for a great night? Wow. 
Wow. Or, or are you going to hit the bell at five and go running home and stay in the cheapest fucking hotel you can find? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that, you want a, gr- that's you want a, a girl brand or are we, are we dicking her out or are we doing it? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, there's if, if you know somebody that is to a place where they want to make a thing grow and it is ethical, that's my other thing on there. You got to get through my ethics thing. Yeah. If you can get through that, <laughs> if you can get through that, that's- I will help. That's an important thing, and I'm I'm glad you stipulated that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I just well, I've helped so many evil fuckers make money over the years, then I know they've done evil shit with it, and I can't do that anymore. So, right. Yeah, that's the deal. You have to have yeah, not just don't be evil. Then, right. Then I get yeah, I, pretty I agree. simple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although that's, pretty hard these days, it really is like. Ah, like, wait, wait, you want to employ Chinese slaves to make plastic shit that won't help anybody. And you want to help me? Uh, No, like, no, can't, no, like, no. No, you want to make, like, something that helps people get into the outdoors or, like, make themselves, I don't know, a million things, yes. There's, There's a lot of very diffused collateral damage to a lot of the things we do as part of our society, part of our lifestyles. Um, yeah, but if you live unconsciously, really trying well, that, to minimize uh, it is important. It's hard. I mean, I anesthetized myself for fucking thirty-five years for a reason, right? I mean, I yeah. couldn't have done the shit and made the money for the evil bastards if I thought uh, at all about it at all. It was okay. So I'm a Buddhist, and uh, uh, I was helping out with something, and. Uh, it was so funny. I was working for a meat snack company. That's before I was like my first, I, I, I've grown up in like fits and starts and backwards. Is, uh, but yeah, I forgot. She was like, you know, it just came up. But like, what do you do? Cause we were washing dishes or something. And, uh, and I was like, Oh yeah. Tell her about my great fucking job. Being like this swinging dick at the, at the giant, you know, fortune 500 <laughs> meat company. Then she was like, and it was, wasn't like, it wasn't good or bad. It was just like, it was like, you can, you, you can change that when you want to, but without like harshing or anything, you know, and even in that congregation, there weren't, they weren't all vegetarian and there were like good ethical arguments both ways, but, but like no harsh and no follow up, no nothing. But Oh my fucking God. One piece of sand in the gears can ruin a giant machine. It took years, but it was like two or three more years before I switched to the coffee company and like the most permaculture human I've ever met, the most ethical company. Um, but yeah, it took a while to like, <laughs> she's right. I can switch anytime I want. It's a hundred percent my choosing. Like I choose today. Yeah. Huh? Yep. I, um, oh. I came close to quitting my job one time because... Um, at my work, we have a foundry. I'm in manufacturing. Oh, right on. And there were missile shells that showed up. See, that's the horror. Yeah. And yeah, we like don't, we uh, don't generally do contract work either. We just make our own, our own stuff. We make motorcycle parts, but, but then, and I didn't even know what these things were, but then it's like, oh yeah, this other foundry, they had a fire or something and we're doing them a favor and I'm like, yeah, yeah. 
I am not touching those parts. And it really bothers me that they're here because I could be making more money going somewhere else to another company and working for a military industrial contractor. I could be making like a hundred grand a year doing that. And instead I'm here making way less than that. And this is kind of why I'm making way less than that is because I don't want this fucking blood on my hands in the death industry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, you tell, uh, yeah, but you tell. Luckily, you, like, I work yeah, for a very yeah. small family company, and I'm close to the owners, and they, they got it. They no, got they it. Get yeah, you. like yeah. yeah, they 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 value me, and I didn't I didn't ever see those things again. So that's great. Yeah, yeah that's just like that's hey, wonderful. you know, I'm not, I can't help you with that. Like, oh, I know I work for you, but I can't help Well, you it's not like I shit necessarily I needed to do it anyway. Like, I wouldn't have necessarily right. had my hands on those parts, but I had to let them know that that really bothered me. You know? Yeah, it's good to speak up, too. Like, you know, it's like, do you really need that money on that job? Like, mm-hmm. can you, like you pass as an option because they don't think about that. Like, oh, yeah, I could have said no. Like, yeah, you could have. <laughs> yeah. And that now yeah, they know I mean, their guys are like not kosher with it. So, well, I mean, you know, one of them at least. <laughs> eh, one of them that had a fucking nutsack, man. It when uh, fucking when Conagra made it like a corporate policy to not allow internet gambling on any of their like corporate computers anymore. Oh, yeah, I kind of that's oh, a my vague memory. Fucking god. So. They got a, uh, they got a like a classroom, like a college classroom in Omaha holds like eight hundred. <laughs> I was like third row from the back. My boss was in the front row. HR bitch is like giving her her like speech, right? So <laughs> I like bolt up, throw my hand up. Oh, you can just see him like look out of the corner of his eye. He's like, oh fuck, he didn't even have to turn around. Knew who stood up. Uh, I was like, excuse me. <laughs> she looked up. I was like, so you're telling me the dude who's on the road 250 fucking days a year humping it for you that sits in the office the, at five o'clock when you click off on your the desktop machine and you head towards the door and you don't think about this place all so you get there at nine o'clock in the morning tomorrow morning. Like, got it. I will follow your lead. I will now carry two computers on every goddamn flight I fly on. It's an extra eight pounds and a battery pack. And you know what? At 501, clicky, clicky on Brian's machine and clicky, clicky on Brian's private machine. Because instead of placing one bed a night and watching some basketball in the background or whatever, guess what? <laughs> I'm going to turn yours off. I'm going to turn mine on. And guess what? Now we're on Brian time. And right, when you right. get to work, you let me know on Monday and I'll turn mine back on. And we'll come back online. And you know what? When your report's not done and your quota's not met, okay, gotcha. But remember, I lugged eight more pounds around on four flights this week. And I didn't get to go home and sleep in my bed or see my kids. Enough said. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was fucking classic day. Uh, (laughs) So I survived that one. That was right after the merger, too. That was like, that was it. That's going above and beyond for sure. They, they should have known that. It was three years later. I vested like I vested the day before. I think I still have the email that said like, "Hey, I'm vested, right?" And uh, yeah, the fucking CEO sent out. No, it wasn't. He was like, yeah, he was chief executive. 
he sent out some complete bullshit all company wide that was a complete fabrication of any type of reality right but it was going to get out to like the news and stockholders and all that bullshit because it was the end of the cycle and uh oh yeah that dumb fucker it, i hit reply all because i don't know why but that was back before they like had that ship locked oh my <laughs> god i was just like you understand that these statements are forward-looking and the sec frowns horribly on deceptive practices to pump the stock price like i think that can get you some bracelets like <laughs> and since we're gonna play this whole game like and i don't want to go down with you and i'm not gonna fabricate my sales bullshit anymore or send phantom trucks around the desert like i'm just gonna call a spade as and call bullshit <laughs> it was like Oh God! You could just like start the stopwatch. It was about fifteen seconds later. I was called Rag. Was my boss, like my direct boss. He was like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> I was like, "He's like bridges, bridges." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I got it." Nay, palm the motherfucker so hard. If you ever <laughs> think to turn around and look back, your eyes will just burn out of your head. <laughs> oh, that's oh. hilarious. Yep, and I walked across the street and got a job with like the best coffee company I could find. And I was like, "Today is your lucky motherfucking day." I just napalmed across the street, and they were like, <laughs> "Yeah, those fuckers." I was like, "So all you have to do is pay me the exact same, and I want this much of an expense account." I wrote a giant number on a napkin, and they were like, "Hold on!" Ran down the hall, ran back. Welcome aboard, son. <laughs> Damn, that's power moves. <laughs> If you, yeah, if you can fucking get it done, people will pay you. Yeah. And like, yeah, uh, I don't know. Don't, don't fuck with the dudes who are going to get it done for you. That's what, okay. So you, anybody else wants to get a big old company rolling? The guys that got you there, like from 50 to 500 million, don't fuck with them. Like, yeah. HR doesn't need to be involved in their lives. They shouldn't even know her name or her hair color. <laughs> like shouldn't have it hr is the bane of the fucking existence it, it is it is the way that they inserted the agents to take down the corporations right it's easy with the yeah, government guys you just kind of is, give them it? a bunch of kids and give them pictures right or give them drugs and get pictures right but yeah how are you going to get how do you how do you de-ball the productive capacity of the biggest production engine on the world? Right? You de-ball it. Yeah. I mean, you you don't know. Sales meetings 20 years ago were... <laughs> Glenn Gary Gavin Ross was pussy meeting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was door slamming and ass kicking and fucking fighting and sales crews used to like go drinking every night after work right how do people bond like go do shit do crazy shit being around each other a lot and not having hr in the way and you know what and i remember we had to hire we had to hire a chick or we were all going to lose our bonuses <laughs> um it was like i was building a team they were like you okay you have to have this for diversity it has to be and it was like oh, fucking fucking. So one chick I got was just awesome. She was duh, oh, firefighter's wife. She knew like getting it done, like what a mission was, like the word. 
And then there was the like HR placed bot and gah, oh, guess who like destroyed the team from within. And it was like, basically oh, like li- literally please God, don't call any customers. Don't go out. Don't, we will do all do your work. Just pretend like literally pretend. Don't like, Oh no, 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 don't send the report. Okay. Just do nothing. That's good. Okay. Now we got, just get, say the fuck out of the way so we can all make money. Oh, it, uh, <laughs> and think about what that does for them. <laughs> they clearly know they're the diversity hire, right? We told to say the fuck out of the way so we can make money and make you money. Yeah. Like, mm, mm, you can't argue like, oh, I'm not the diversity hire. No, you clearly are. We all just told you. We didn't we didn't pretend. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, she got put on some other team. And as soon as they didn't just bust her balls and just tell her how it was gonna go. They tried to like treat her like one of the team. It's like, dude, you can't treat a boat anchor like a fucking yacht. It's the anchor. Like, yeah, and just <laughs> drag that team down. A couple of good people got fired because, of course, he said, she said, you know. Oh, oh. Yeah, yep. the, <laughs> the quota's over the actual meritocracy. It's um, it's a real oh. problem, and it is kind of it's it's one of the main things I see as being the the death of capitalism you know yeah, well the illusion of it it just got injected more you know it just yeah you could never do what you wanted to do <laughs> you know if dude wants to work you know 40 hours in two days and call that good oh god no somebody will fucking get in the way of that they're you know hey give you give me 40 and i'm gonna tag the rest of the week nope yeah, it's it's all all bad. Any type of any type of control, any type of non-voluntary action, just diminishes from what could be. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it 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 could be. I don't know. People are like, how do I do shit? I'm like, I don't know. Find somebody that's doing it and go make yourself a fucking slave. It's pretty simple. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'll do anything you need me to do. I just want to hang out around here and watch what you do. And when it all spills off and I spin up my own thing, you're going to be cool with it. Like, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Sounds good to me. I mean, do you see the ideal really no, like, as being, um, a non-currency economy, like more, not even trade and barter, but more like share. Ah, uh, mm, you know, it's like a, it's like, Whatever you put the value into doesn't matter, right? I'll trade with you a ton of different things. Oh, I'll a myriad of things. I don't right. know what it is, right? But you have to bring value, like value for value. Yeah. You can't hide non-value. Like you can hide non-value with fiat script because you can con somebody into like i have value i will produce more in the future i have it, it, you know it's popeye <laughs> i would like a hamburger today i'll go out to pay you next thursday right if you're <laughs> dumb enough to fucking give him a hamburger like you ain't ever gonna get a hamburger plus point one back but you keep you know now you're into him so fuck you gotta give him two hamburgers because he owes you point one and he's in you point nine next week <laughs> and, and like you better take three hamburgers you sure you don't i mean woof 
try being in business 10 years as a profitable company and not ever taking a penny. They like send you letters all goddamn day. Like, sure, you don't want money? Sure, you don't want money? Sure. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, please, please, please take our money. Please take our money. The problem with paper fiat is it's not worth anything, right? They they got paper. They got digits. They got nothing. You can't eat it. You right. can't, like, go there. can't, like, fly around on it. You can't yacht around on it. You can't do nothing with it. You can't even put it in a stripper's G-string. So like, that begs the question, just, what is Bitcoin or other crypto worth? Because it's like it oh, doesn't have if you that can, tangible. Like, if you, you can't melt it down and first. make something out of it, but it is like that truth machine where there's right. It's a truth machine. It will wreck everything. That's why I get it's comical at this point because once you like, if you can understand the math and the and I mean the fact that Bitcoin is the most secured network on the planet and we're talking like nsa data center takes a million gallons of water an hour to cool the motherfucker bitcoin has more power than that exponentially so yeah you're talking a limited finite oh that's why there's deserts in utah right (laughs) yeah yeah well no it's a salt lake dried up but it uh, like they just they rape it's yeah, if anybody could figure out how to put nanoparticles into an intake system, let me know. Uh, no, I did. NSA, I, lo- <laughs> I, I, I love you, you guys. Uh, yeah, you know, that might clog up and join together once they're inside capillary. <laughs> Wouldn't use the yeah. word clot, but something like that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, a clot for a clot. Oh, that's the name of this episode. Oh, oh, I gotta write that down. Oh, I will forget oh, it otherwise. Fuck it, a. Oh. <laughs> but the uh, yeah, it uh, it's the truth machine. You said it. You hit it on. That is that is the exact on the nose because you can. I've been studying a bit about gold, and there's theories of like there's more coming to the surface all the time. Uh, it comes up in this fluid with the with the crystalline rock, so. Even gold is kind of infinite at the planetary level, um, right? And just how good you get at going, grabbing it, and finding it. So, yeah, for Bitcoin to be finite at 21 million, period, forever, you know, divisible by a million piece. It, it, it's, fuck, it's, you can't, it's the, you can't lie to it. It's, it's just a spreadsheet. Right. It's just an Excel spreadsheet. All it is. It's all. The so only, my, the only my, objection I have is, yeah. um, and it's not really an objection, it's just keep it in mind that yeah. some big electromagnetic pulses or some like massive uh, power outages, it will be harder yeah. to access. It's not that it won't be there. Maybe, maybe you still have it stored somewhere, but transferring it and using it will be far harder. So the more difficulty, as the difficulty difficulty goes up, though, the value goes down. Right. And it it would be like, okay, all the shit's on the wall. It doesn't go anywhere. So as society rebuilds, right, then eventually you get to the point of having, like, good internet again and getting shit going. It's all still there. 
yeah, you'll lose the ability to like trade it in the short term. But, you know, billionaires don't have like vaults of gold because they're using that to go like, you know, pay the monthly bill on the Ferrari. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's, but, it's the back money. So the back money doesn't need to get touched except for like generationally because you just don't touch it. Like you so said, the earth it, is a big EMP. Like yeah. if, if you can erase a magnetic tape with a magnet, couldn't um, flash drives and hard drives be erased with a bigger EMP? Nah, you know what? It's the funniest thing. If you just... I don't know. I like I, it's theory, but I know I kind of know it now. If you if you were to take the poorest people in any society, give them a bunch of money, and just shake the pot and let it go, free market, it, it would it would reorganize itself pretty much the same way, pretty quickly, just due to human nature and curves and just the the amount of pleasure seeking versus risk reward all of that because they wouldn't change their way of life exactly they would just incorporate extra money into you would just have a big event 90 percent of people would die off you know you're not gonna emp there's no water nobody's ready well yeah obviously that would be the last of your problems is losing your bitcoin (laughs) yeah yeah like if literally you can't say like right now like Hey babe, I'll be back in two weeks. I'm gonna go up to the mountain, like and mean it, and throw your ruck in and go. Like if you can't do that, eh, the whole EMP thing's moot. You're gonna be dead anyway. Yeah. So it's you know yeah yeah the people that were smart enough to like be able to like look in advance, project, and take care of all that shit and have shit ready, right? Like putting computer networks back together and like rebuilding electric machines isn't gonna be that tough alternator and you know a couple of guys riding a bike you got electricity again <laughs> that's that's where that episode of black mirror comes from where the guy's riding the bike to make energy <laughs> yeah it's like harness that shit no oh, man there's there's so, I, that's one there's thing that so i really like much. out of the electric car whole, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not a big fan of electric cars because of all the mineral resources that they take but hybrids hybrids yes that's the shit. and and recapturing it's, energy through braking that's awesome that's an excellent idea minimum like minimize the use right like cpi i have a whole car strategy you got to have a fleet like if you're a, a house like you should have like maybe a two cd something or a one whatever like i'm running to get like like infinite like tiny doesn't make shit doesn't cost anything to drive around you know and then maybe a something bicycle? for like yeah ele- well yeah and even electric bikes That's well some people fleet. even mount, mountains fleet, right? you know <laughs> you have a heart attack going a mile to the grocery store because it's a 45 degree incline uh, no i didn't get that i didn't, I didn't get that yeah, experimental yeah. look <laughs> well uh, some people live in mountains you know but yeah i mean shit if you're along the coast and you gotta like roll down the beach to the grocery store a mile like, yeah get a three-wheel bike but yeah it, <laughs> look, a fleet yeah when actually we are on the lookout right now for um electric motorcycle or a, a decent electric something bike with that can pull a trailer um because yeah like our grocery store is like 12 blocks and we got a smart car um that i bought it for like four weeks into the pandemic when a doctor like was 
certain that the end of times was near i grabbed it for almost nothing cash money nice <laughs> there's a reason to have an envelope People oh yeah no, every they car lose their I've heads on craigslist i'm, I'm a big yeah. craigslist guy for car shopping oh yeah and somebody else like oh i can't find a car under five thousand it's like are you in the piece of shit that he bought that blew the transmission like two weeks later i'm like no you're in a hurry like you, like you got a Craigslist. You got to talk to the people. Find out like why? Okay, wait a minute. Now why are you selling this Mercedes with no miles on it for no money? Oh, oh, because we're all gonna be dead next week. Okay, got it. I'll be right over. You got the title? Like yeah, got it. Okay, be on the way. <laughs> yeah. It was whole. Oh my god. Yeah. That is yeah, half a blue book. Yeah, yeah. Because literally, half what was the money book. gonna matter? Well, most yeah, cars I got are going for like double the blue dollars. book. Holy shit. Yeah, half because it was cash and it was like, oh my fucking God, I can't get to you fast enough before. And so I like when you wake up, you're going to see a guy sleeping out there. That's going to be me. And it was. And I got the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like too good to be true shit on Craigslist. The, another story, when I got that crazy coffee job, they told mm-hmm. me I could get any car I wanted with my car allowance. I was like, seriously, you're not going to shit what I come ripping up in? Because I'm thinking like jalopy, because that's what I do in this pocket. <laughs> but hey, I'm going to look. So, yeah, I had a red 308 Ferrari teed up for Hell like yeah. no money off Craigslist. It was a badass car. Oh, my fucking God. I was like, I was going to go get it. And the X was just, oh, man, 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 man. I was like, if I got to listen to that to drive that, I just, I can't do it. <laughs> so I got a little red BMW 325, five speed. It was, it was fun car. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, oh yes. You just the made Ferrari even was the better. thing in the world. Yeah. So I was but, at, but uh, so I was at a Seahawks game. So. It's lose-lose. <laughs> no, but get this. So, like, five years later, I'm at a Seahawks tailgate that's out of control. And uh, this, that remember that Rockstar sales chick, the fire girl? Yeah. So, her hubby's friends, the one guy I'm, like, over here and tell the story about this red Ferrari he had to dump for a dude in a divorce. And I'm like, wait a minute. The timing is way too particular. And that number you used is way too particular. <laughs> I'm like, are we talking about the same fucking car? He's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like literally calling you. Like I had the phone in my hand and like I got nyan, nyan, nyan and a knot. And he's like, oh, no. I was like, I was like, she was convinced it was some bogus bullshit. Not really. He's like, oh, no, the whole story of the divorce. He's like, real as fucking a heart attack. I was like over half off. <laughs> he's like, but it had to go like had to be gone that day. I was, oh, I'm like, you, I'm like now that even burns my ass even worse knowing how real it was. That's hilarious. Oh. So what? He was about to buy your car, and didn't. No, no. He was he was getting rid of it for one of his buddies. That oh, was he was the, the one who got rid of it. Who you bought it from? Yeah, he was the one selling it gotcha. for, the, for the dude. He's like, <laughs> I got told I had to sell this guy's car, so I did it. <laughs> Fuck! It was real. It was real. Oh yeah. One day. Now my new wife wants a green lotus. So <laughs> that dude, is lotuses, gonna be the next. Lotuses are kind of sweet. I gotta say, yeah. Don't see them like around. I know that's the what it's Seattle's crazy because you got all the stupid Microsoft money, so you see all the like. Oh, you do you see know, them around. <laughs> not lotuses though. Nobody drives lotuses. They're so, all like would rather so have like, a Maserati. Like, I like those little light ones. Like that's what's awesome. Yeah, about yeah, the lotuses. tiny little racing bird. Yep, yep, yeah. that's what she wants. It's like a yep, go kart. Yep. 
That's it. Yeah, that she drives a smart car because it's three cylinder rear wheel Mercedes that'll do a hundred. Nice. And it drives like nice. a go kart because it's yeah you're over the top of it and the wheels are pushed way out. To the, yeah, if you never drove a smart car, give it a try. No, I haven't. I haven't driven. I haven't driven one of those or a mini. Um, driven a bunch of bikes. But uh, oh fuck! Yeah, I'm on the hunt for a good electric bike with like decent range and like a, like not like just a souped up mountain bike, like a real bike. Right. So I, I think they're I don't know they're anything coming. about the electric bikes. That's it's the whole generation problem. They, it they, is. Cars, they yeah. it, it, it will work its way out. I'm super super patient. It it, it, it it's coming. Oh, <laughs> I mean, what a better way to get around. I mean, super bikes are awesome anyway. And if you had yeah. a jeez, yeah, cost per mile driven. So With my the longevity of batteries, like you can keep a bike maintained forever if you oh. if you're good at it. And batteries, uh, maybe not so much. I don't know the car. The car. Okay, so my Priuses I got at thirty thousand. I drove them both to over like two eighty. So my my cost per mile driven was like four point eight cents. Oh, uh, they they manage themselves. Right, the hybrids never let the batteries go to a discharge state that puts them in peril for losing cycles. Right. So, if that's why the hybrids really at this point, I think, are the thing to get. Like, if you if you care about total cost, you're gonna own it for ten. You're gonna own the whole thing. Go take it to the end or whatever. Tell it yourself to some kid. Like total cost per mile driven hybrids are the shit. I'm getting like 50 miles a gallon with this Kia Nero that we just got. It's like 200,000 mile warranty. It's just okay. 200K you know, is a good warranty. It's insane. And now that I have those two Prius hybrids, I know it will do the 200, no problem at all. And man, some of the new like self driving. Do you do a lot tech, of driving? Yeah, yeah, I'll go anywhere for any reason, really. Oh, you don't. <laughs> so you don't do a lot of driving. No, no. I'll, yeah, I do. I, I, I'll go oh. wherever. I love. Yeah, I, I taught a self reliance festival in Tennessee last spring. Um, I'm going to go out there this fall and teach. Um, what the fuck did I tell her I was going to teach? Uh, I think I'm going to teach um, Nicole Living River Aquaponics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Nicole runs a. Uh, so yeah. I taught um, how to build a vortex tea brewer. Um, at the last spring session. So, yeah, if you watch the last spring video or, or last fall video, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was out there last fall. I'm going to go out there this fall. Um, so I've t- Tim, the tool man, uh, bought property in the general vicinity. So I'm talking with him about going out a day or two early. He wants a generator shack built. So I'm having a styrocrete workshop out at oh, my place. Oh, wow, nice. <clears throat> Sorry, out at my place in Seattle in May to prepare to go back to Tennessee to build Tim a styrocrete generator shack for a little mini workshop at his place. Nice, nice. So if you, if you want to come hang out with me, uh, anybody on the radio audience, uh, I think there's five tickets left to the Styro Creek workshop in May. If you fly in, I'll grab you at the airport and throw you back out at the airport. Um, you're staying at my place, but it's, you know, quote unquote camping. So I got a sound studio. You can sleep in, you sleep in the greenhouse, there's couches, bunk beds, whatever. Um, 
I'll feed you super good. We're calling it an innovators event because I've only built a couple test blocks um, and I've got some forms I want to try. I want to try a little mini foundation. Um, one guy that bought a ticket is a nursery owner. We're going to try to make like large flower pots out of the styrocrete for him. So we're thinking about what to coat him with. That's kind of the next mission. Hmm. Um, yeah, shit is incredible. Have you gotten into uh, hempcrete at all? Yeah, very technical, very like deliberate, uh, just really, really hard um, sourcing. It's got to be, it's got to be stripped the right way. And then you got to strip the strips, right? Because you got to separate it. And then you got to mash like, it by hand. <laughs> oh God, I got no patience. Uh, so I'm so, I'm into permaculture, right? Yeah. If I can find an industrial waste product that is somebody's literal waste and I can build cool shit with it, I don't feel bad for a second using styrofoam, right? Because it exists independent of me. It will be here forever. Um, if I can find a way to repurpose it to make great sh- Like, what if we could build homeless, like, houses that were, like, you know, 200 square feet, but, like, thermal as shit with right. rocket stoves in them and all that for, like, literally, like, 300 bucks. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, like, that's- could I... It's almost Can I put crazy three of them about, on my upper totally fucking could, driveway totally. and let three homeless people like inhabit that space yeah. for I don't know maybe cleaning up my yard or I don't know but <laughs> you know what and until I just do it um so I'm just gonna do it so that's I my plan that. so I built um I built this other room I found a a place that sells. You know when they cut the big, huge glass out of the front door, so your front door is like 90% glass with a little frame of door? Yeah. Um, I found that factory, and they give that shit away. It's five feet by 26 inches of, of its front door, so it's fiberglass with high-density foam and then fiberglass. You can slam them with like, like, uh, uh, like hammers, axes. They won't break. So if you hmm. stack pallets like in a framing thing, right? And then you put five foot pieces on, pallets are 40 inches tall, like where they mate and make a brace. Like, so you got like, I don't know, eight inch thick walls with two inch uh, dense foam on inside and outside. You could build these things for like nothing, nothing, free. Fast as I can build them. Bam, 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 one every three hours. So yeah, I don't know. Homeless shit is a choice and a zoning problem. <laughs> not, not a we can't build it problem like we haven't figured that out like metal roofing i don't know my roofing buddy drops it off by like a truckload if yeah. i want it for free <laughs> free metal roofing i can genie that up uh, <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know i yeah i don't know so you know i it, people marching around with signs and demand and other people do shit to solve homeless stuff and all that i don't know i mm, mm. Yeah, could do that. <laughs> or we could just build shit and give people places I, to stay. I think it's really just about um, changing the culture. Like, the culture is what leads to homelessness, that people want to do that, that people choose that lifestyle, because it is kind of a choice. And yeah, yeah. Well, in Washington, it really is. They built, uh, they bought all these hotels out here. They're fucking empty. Like, literally. Yeah. They like they can have a hotel room. Like you could, you, you said not a family. I mean, that's a days in or whatever. But you know, <laughs> it's got a bed and a TV and all that. Like it's, but they just don't want it. They just, it's, 
it's it's the weirdest thing until you've been like in a big metro area with bad homeless and like literally like you know what they're giving them and they're i mean they're outreach team like begging them to take it they don't want it so right yeah i don't know i don't know yeah you can't you can't just solve it by throwing more money at it no it's It's not a money problem it's actually like a human consciousness sort of problem it's a it's a where we're at kind of thing yeah it is it is yeah we got to fix it way at a different level not that yeah My mom, it's funny, my mom has been saying for many, many years that, like, whenever my dad and I and stuff get going on political debates and everything, (laughs) my mom's like, it's a spiritual battle. It's, you know, this this war is spiritual. It's everything that's happening in the natural world is a manifestation of what's going on spiritually. And I was always like, okay, sure, but I want to, like, let's talk about what's going on in the world that we can observe because that's what's what's observable that we can analyze right and now i'm like oh no you're right you're right actually (laughs) okay (laughs) okay so wiser than i thought you you get permaculture like how you know a little Mm -hmm. bit about it yeah okay so like or like uh um uh, the dude who wrote the book god damn it um so Toby basically I don't Toby know. Hemingway was like, he's one of the dudes. Ah, but, ah, ah whatever, whatever. <laughs> All the way back in the beginning, Bill Mollison. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. His whole thing is about like, it, you know, like somewhere in there, it's like, yeah, this book's not really about like gardening at all. Just, you know, <laughs> it's good metaphors. Uh, but his whole thing is like, build your garden, like the square foot outside your door, like, the square foot, like literally the square foot, like really, when you get that right, like go to the next one. Like it's that, like, don't, no, don't go ahead. You can't go through yet. No, no, stop it. Go back. <laughs> like when mm. you, like, so really you are zone zero, right? So until you can be like, okay, there's not a whole lot more I can fix up around on myself part of this planet. <laughs> You can't even fix one fucking foot outside your goddamn front door, let alone like anything else anywhere else. So yeah. it's yeah, it's like you yeah, order of operations matters in math and life. Because <laughs> people that are trying to like fix shit other places that have fucked up gardens and their home front are just, you know, they're telling you to do shit they're not doing or trying shit that they haven't done like i mean there's a whole reason that permaculture is slow because you have to like observe for nine hours before you can interact for one hour of action so you have to like watch a system and understand the system and then if you're good try to make the tiniest change to it to affect the biggest output right that will perpetuate itself you don't get to that like solution quickly right it's yeah yeah and like the believing that there's really like an infinite number of answers for every question like infinite right because people would like (laughs) people come running in need me to do impossible shit and i'd be like okay so we fly in we we get some guns. We go fucking kill all those motherfuckers like our like beef jerky competition, <laughs> and then we and then we take their accounts. 
And they're like, no, you can't do that. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. So not everything's on the table when you're like, go get it done. Anything's on. okay. Like, so where's your line? Like, what are we allowed to do? Like, you know, who? <laughs> yeah. Like, you're asking me to solve a problem. Trust me, all options are on the table until you tell me they're not. Like, you, you can't put the supercomputer to work and you fucking hate the output. <laughs> so I'll bring you solutions. You might not like them. But yeah, it, so it's, yeah, the, tr- the, how do you pick the lowest impact for the for the sweetest win win win? It grows itself and it perpetuates itself forever. Like that's the thing. Right. Nothing is harmed. Nothing is hurt. I mean, that's a good scenario. But really, like everything is made better. And now this thing will grow and it will spin off the good part of it, right? The excess in the system is a bad, we call a benefit. Yeah. <laughs> like there are some excesses in systems that aren't benefits, right? But if you create a good one, your externalities are actually benefits. And people are like super happy your system, like you, you built the never ending machine that just feeds itself and spins. Right, right. Yeah, you're, if you can, if you can figure out the right, um, right combination of plants or the right balance of soil or whatever it is that you get them there and they'll be there for 150 years or more yeah well Um, that's the whole inca thing with all the biochar they're finding like you know like in the layers that are like biochar thing ten thousand years ago yeah it's still working i mean it's ten thousand years old still working like wow hey stone stonehenge is still up look at that like you know, if you build it right, like it does its thing. Wait, forever. is that is that related to biochar? <laughs> no, it's like doing a thing right, right? Like building it right. Do it we like, even know when Stonehenge like, was built? When I was think that it's like druidy. It's like druids and stuff. You're talking like a long time pre Christianity. Huh? Yeah. I've heard different things around Stonehenge. There's there's some conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> oh yeah, all that. Well, all that. Uh, do you, oh man, did you see the uh, Graham Hancock? They were uh, man. He they were going after him for being racist and whatever, whatever. Oh, were they uh, for like, racist? Yeah, but, like in the last week or two, and he just put out a like, "Hey, fuckers! Like I am married to like, like look at my look at my kid! Like, God, are you?" So he must have hit a third is rail it, of some type. So, wait, um, Graham Hancock. If the M- is he the one yeah, that like, was on the, Joe the, Rogan with the, the new? Oh, uh, uh, he's the ancient alien guy that like he's been uh, all yeah. the archaeologist. Yeah, he's so like a real he, archaeologist. He yeah, but he's been be on, on the Rogan. Show he did an interview with Rogan that hasn't been released. About about alternate energy. Okay, then that might be. So he, okay, well, then that's why they're bringing the heat. He's going to talk about the Tesla shit. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Everybody seems to vaporize when they get to that point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it will. I mean, free energy. Dude, you just brought up. You're like the healing frequencies mm. and stuff, and I've been into yeah. that. People are figuring it out. People are realizing okay. that there's frequencies that you can apply to material, and you can yes. do crazy okay. So things. I don't believe Bible shit at all, for as far as like being a you know like whatever. But I'm sure there are stories I was of like very shit Christian. That, so 
but um okay not, yeah, like, yeah I, mean, I was super... i was methodist and you know i got dragged to methodist churches and presbyterian churches <laughs> i i very much believe you know, in god but beyond that it's like it's up for debate right okay <laughs> but get the story of like jericho right Marched around for three days. Oh, yeah, blew the trumpets. Horns. Marched yeah. around. Boom, boom, boom. Laying a bass note, blowing trumpets. I don't yeah. know. Maybe yeah. they had like the right frequency for that rock. Oh, man. And three days. I'm going to have to go full. back to that one. If you've ever sat in a circle with people who can like really like oh with the, like can match them up and get it going, I mean glass in the room starts to be like so. Yeah, could I envision if you had enough people to ring a a a rock crystal? Could you just shatter it after enough energy poured into it? I think so. I think yeah. so. I don't know. Maybe you do the same thing to water. It wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. It, it intent and focus and all that shit. I, you don't know what you don't know. Right. Yeah, that but, is um, fascinating. Yeah. It, <laughs> like, you know, there wasn't people with cell phone cameras around. So. <laughs> shit got written down you know like i don't know they marched around for three days and were blowing horns and stuff and then all of a sudden the walls exploded you know because the guys are probably sitting four miles away on top of the hill watching a battle <laughs> yeah and then you play whisper down the rain whisper down yeah, the rain for like a few thousand years or so years <laughs> yep it's like okay yeah that could have but i yeah i don't know what he uh i i think he was talking about antarctica shit um I think that's what oh, uh, him and Rogan yeah. were talking. So, mm, interesting. It's just, yeah. yeah, it's always fun. Oh, his whole his whole thing with the pyramids, and uh, he's just like he's like they're ragging on me because I'm open to the possibility that a bunch of people didn't like build sand ramps and try to like hover this <laughs> boulder in air and yeah. like get it exactly perfect to like into the key slot. Yeah, like maybe there was another way. Yeah. That's oh, all. No. I heard a really interesting theory around the pyramids um, on Grimerica. I think it was on Grimerica. Um, the guy's channel is Land of Chem, and he talks about how the pyramids were actually chemistry, like chemical factories. Oh, yeah. Somebody was talking about that, about the way they slid the chambers, went back and forth, and had like, yeah, the... Oh, yeah, yeah. I, and he, he puts together a fairly convincing argument. More than... I mean, I can understand if the if the dimensions would line up, how it would be um, for resonance and frequencies and stuff. And who knows? Maybe it's both. But... Um, right. He seems to put together a lot of pretty reasonable evidence that um, these were actual, like, chemical facilities where they were distilling various chemicals for agriculture and stuff yeah and the whole like the whole like prison planet of just being like worker bees you know well, yeah it's if you're great. doing it for agriculture then that is the prison planet isn't it because agriculture is kind of the way that like um that the first taxation comes in and you know the the grain against the grain uh what is oh. it oh oh uh, yeah yeah what's the once you have to gather Scott. it to, then you got to defend it. <laughs> yeah, then that's a whole. Oh, what was the one the other day? Um, 
there is a whole study. Uh, um, so Mike Rowe did this whole thing before his nasal surgery about like nose breathing versus like mouth breathing. Uh, and uh, the, it was a Harvard doc that did it and he had to use himself for a, a patient and one guy from Switzerland because they wouldn't let him do it. And they had to stop it after like 10 days because his, uh, his vital signs were getting like catastrophic. Um, so what was he doing? Out. Was he doing mouth breathing instead of nasal? Yeah, so they did where they closed both their mouths off, like with surgical duct tape or whatever, for like 10 days. And they got him a baseline of like nasal breathing. Oh, okay. Uh, and then they did it the other way for the next 10 days where they like injected silicone up their nasal. So they like no possible way to like get gas exchange. And oh, uh, by like by the seventh day, they cut him off because um, it was like getting super bad for heart attack and all that. So he was like, holy shit. Like, good thing they didn't let us do this on a large population. Um, but, yeah, that led me down. the. So that made Mike Rowe go out and get the surgery, like, the next week. And, like, he's now like, oh, my God, get the word out, like, people. So that got me down this whole rabbit hole. But then um, search around Graham Hancock stuff and the old, like, uh, archaeologist. There's a, a dental archaeology guy that basically before agriculture, any skull they find, they've never found a skull that didn't have all of its teeth. So pre-farming, every skull of hominid had all of its teeth, right? The only thing to eat was like what you found, like nuts, berries, and chase it down and kill it, eat it, rip it, tear it, eat it. So it was like, it's pretty interesting with that whole like okay so the food you eat definitely affects your teeth staying in your head and then um with the air breathing through the nose uh the doc that mike had on to talk about the whole thing there's um like if you look at my face it's long it's called uh it's called mouth breathing face it's because i had bad shit when i was a kid i can't breathe through my nose hardly at all but it literally uh, he like he, he got huge amounts of data from dentists and stuff. Um, it changed when you're breathing through your mouth versus your nose. It changes the bone structure of your face. Yeah, and that's why like kids these days have to have because uh, they're allergic, right? Because they're eating inflammatory food from the time they're like one. Like, welcome to humanity. Here's some inflammatory food. Yeah. Right. And now you're inflamed and you get It's your first birthday. Have a fucking sugar cake. Yeah. The whole, all of it, right? It's just you're Uh, living inflamed. I had oral surgery. I got braces. And before that, I had eight teeth removed. So no, me too. Changed. So you might have the same kind of thing. It Your mouth shrinks, they say. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, my tongue is too big for my mouth still, and it's like twenty years later. Um, nope, that's the uh, that this. I forget. There's if you're if you go on a little rabbit hole for info from now. Practice. <laughs> oh, dude, it it. Oh man, because so I was recommended I, to get braces, and I was recommended to get eight teeth removed. So, yeah, sure, maybe the wisdom teeth, but did I really even need them removed? Who knows? But it it certainly changed the shape of my mouth and how my voice sounds and all that. It's the, like, doctor bandwagon of, like, it's the production line car of, like, human to, like, 
degrade and like be worked on the whole time. Well, and also they they told (laughs) the whole reasoning for it is it's for your, for the health of your teeth. Like your teeth will be healthier if you get this whole thing done. Right. Yeah. And as it turns out, it damaged my teeth way more. Like now I've got exposed roots and stuff because I had braces and they moved my teeth around in my skull. <laughs> oh, it was, yeah. I, I had a weird thing. If I just like stayed the way I was, just because my teeth looked a little jumbled or whatever, like whatever, it was fine. It was working all right for me then, you know? Dude, there was a dentist at this golf club that I was a member of who, like, everybody was like, oh, man, he spun out. And it wasn't that he spun out. Like, I, like, listened to what he actually was saying. It's like, once you understand the thing you're doing is kind of scammy, <laughs> and, like, te- teeth can heal themselves. And, like, the best thing to tell, like, most people is, like, okay, don't do anything for a little bit. I'll take care of itself. Like, so I went to it once. I was like, this is going on. This is going on. And he's like, he like looked around to make sure nobody was listening. And he like knew it was me. And he was like, yeah, don't do nothing. It's like, okay, fuck, share shit. Like two weeks later. Oh my God, it's better. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. That was the first I really got. Like, Turns oh, out your toothache shit. was just your sinuses. Right. Sinus infection. Yeah. That is exactly yeah. Or, there's oh, hey, so yeah. much stuff. You like can that. freeze your tooth in this state of decay <clears throat> by using fluoride. Oh yeah, it's it's so sick. And like once you get like that, the medical establishment is like, oh man, if you want to hear epic rants, some of my shows that I talk about, I go off on doctors because it's man <laughs> until until I meet a doc that. We, the, I, I just have to say, like, okay, so I get, you get, you joined a union the day you got your card. Like, you put up your hand, you joined the union to ensure that there are less of you providing services. So you've agreed before it started to less than optimize the total number of available outlets for health care by forming a union and locking people out. Like, so your do no harm shit is already out the window because I can prove the harm mathematically by having less available care. So if we can't agree that that's the case, then we can't agree on anything else because I'm always going to come back to like, who's incentivizing you to treat like that? Like, (laughs) follow the money trail of the treatment. Yeah. Yeah, most most yeah. of my medical experiences have had to do they've they've basically resulted in either negligence or malpractice. And no, I, I have I'm had supposed good to have a ones. fake knee. Like I have that. had good medical experiences. I've had good dentists too who did good work. Yeah. Um so I have something to compare it with and um like two thirds like, of it is negligence and malpractice. Like a consultative doctor, like I had one that was so old, she was fucking great. You know, it was yeah. like mostly yeah, the like, ones who will okay. actually like do like a I'm, minor surgery or something on you. Like, oh, like yeah, I'm I'll supposed to tell this you this. Mold. Like, you're like, oh, oh, you got to tell me that so you can check it off on the thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for real? Like, no. Okay, got it. Okay. Like, just, we're on the same page. 
but yeah, if they, yeah, yeah, it's hard to find. I mean, all the docs now are like just work, but you know what? I think there are some breaking out and doing private shit, like privately, like the way it should be done. Yeah. Like, you yeah. should pay a doc every month that you don't need them. Right. <laughs> you should pay you the months you do need them. Like, mm, wouldn't that be like healthcare? Because then he might call you like at six a.m. Like, hey, fat ass, you up? <laughs> 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 Ten o'clock. You still in bed? What the hell? Like, right? Yeah, I, I love that trend, and I hope it spreads for sure. Yeah, it. You know, the whole teledocking and all that crap well, has its whole, different. It, it's all evil side, but it could be positive side too, right? Because now yeah. some like young doc who's like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna make a health app and do the thing." Yeah, yeah. Right. You paid the union dues. You've got the card, man. Let's roll. You know, they're like, doesn't all have to be used for evil. It's just suddenly tech. we're talking on Jitsi, and you don't know what we're saying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah, all tech, man. It just, you know, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's hard to know how far to trust it, but. Fuck. I started working with the AI on some, like, writing contract oh, shit and write, yeah. like, writing letters Actually, for me. So, since you messaged me, like, a week or two ago, I, yeah, yeah. I decided to check out, like, your podcasts, whatever podcasts you were on, and I found Unloose the Goose After Party, and you were talking oh, that about fun. this. If you ever so, want to come on, I'll I give know. you the key. I'll send the key after this. Oh, I would love to. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it's random. It's it's Wednesdays, but random. But yeah, you were talking about somebody... some... I mean, this is like the big thing in podcasting is the AI chatbots. <laughs> but, uh... Oh, yeah, fuck it. it uh, yeah, when it first came out, like in November. Well, you, you know who Cliff High is? No. Oh, man, Cliff uh, with two Fs, H-I-G-H. Um, he's like this mathematician wizard that lives on the West Coast, like way out at the ocean and kind of has a bunker. Um, but... He's written. I don't Dude, even the know. It's gonna a, wash him away. Yeah, uh, he doesn't have lunch. He's like seventy-four. He's preparing for not. You know, <laughs> he's okay I mean, with it. He's on. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's he's, <laughs> he's saying he's helping his parents. Are like, he's, yeah. He's oh, he hates the WEF with a passion, and so his he built an algorithm that somehow scans the whole internet for all like current activity, and it projects forward. And he's crazy right so many more times than he's not. Oh. But he doesn't predict real shit. He predicts like general, like shit's gonna go batshit crazy, like about this time in this general direction. Because the W, you know, just it's all it's uh, so yeah. His whole thing in November, like mid-November, was like in the next few weeks, some some craziness is gonna come out that's gonna be like world changing. But nobody will understand it at the time. Like nobody will have any idea what they're looking at or interacting with or whatever. But it's going to be the beginning of it. And if you chat, GBT was released like November twenty first. Hmm. I I think that was the beginning of it. But like the unleashing, because if you just even my just slow little dicking around with it so far like it's gonna just wipe out the like middly like i'm around because you just don't feel like doing this like a monkey could do it and 
you know, right. Uh, if you, you can just, just don't feel like to it. do some code for you or do some calculations for you for like a financial firm or oh, something like that. Like, no, this thing's insane. Yeah. Like, so one guy's already taught it. Like, okay, um, you are my Linux machine. It's like, okay, I'm your Linux machine. You're like, I need to write Python code for blah blah blah. Can you write Python? Yes, I can. Okay, I need a code to do this and do that, and I want to see ten different versions of it. Like instantly, ten ways. Here's the code. Here it is for real. It works. Go plug it in your shit. Wow. And it will do it. Wow. So like, and I don't know anything about coding, but that was the example the coder guy gave. So I was like, well, fuck. Okay, I hate writing like ads for properties and like blah blah blah, but I want to like A/B test shit. So I was like, okay, chatbot, here's my current ad. Like. Now write me one for like a panicked prepper wanting land and write me one for like a hippie farmer that wants land. Boom, cut, copy, paste, Craigslist ads, done. Two seconds. <laughs> like, God, think about running a real estate team. Like, do you need like the, uh, you know, <laughs> one guy can like have just beautiful, crazy good copy for all I'm, your agents. I'm sure you, you know like, yeah. if you ever look around at real estate ads, a lot of those <laughs> descriptions are not <laughs> very well written. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> you have no idea. It took no, us 52 weeks to buy our land. Oh, they like... It, I would call them and be like, can you just tell me the lie? Like, seriously, like you're 40% under market per square foot. It, it, like it's a four hour drive. I'm going to zip out there. I'm going to zip back. I'm not going to fucking buy it. If there's like some stupid shit, just please like, don't like just, what is it? Nothing, nothing. Go out there as a cell tower, like right in the fucking middle of it. They took the picture <laughs> from the bottom of it in all four directions. Right. Yeah. No, no brought out with that. Like the one thing you can just be like, yeah, it's cheap because there's a cell tower. And they're like, okay, I still might have bought it. Now now I 100% am not going to buy it because you're a fucking liar. Yeah. Oh, oh, just shit like that. Oh, just, yeah, real. But I, I don't know. <laughs> if there's a feedback mechanism for which real estate agents are dicks, I would definitely have fed back into that system. Reminds me of a truck I tried to buy in Philly. <laughs> wait you can't buy shit from philly you gotta sell no. shit too. well that's what i learned from craigslist i wasted a lot of time yes oh going to look God. at this in good shape truck oh. that was in philly it actually existed it was, okay so that, dude, that's half the yes but it was a chop shop where they had obviously oh changed out the transmission and probably the whole chassis for Oh, unknown reasons. Yeah. Oh god! Oh fuck! <laughs> and that there was literally like bolts missing from the clutch and the transmission. It'll drive. Like, it'll drive. Yeah. It'll it's get like you out of our flat shop tire. Lot. I'm like, well, I'm not even gonna try to drive oh. it. I'm just I, I, I know oh. already that I'm seeing what I'm seeing, and it's not what I came for. <laughs> oh, it's so hard. Yeah, Craigslist. That's the whole like. uh I love buying shit out of town, but it's not. It's nice to have a network of people where you're like, hey, man, can you go run over and see yeah. that? I tell you what, I'm sure. not on Facebook anymore, but my wife is, and Facebook Marketplace is so good for that. We've we've gotten so many good deals on Facebook Marketplace. Oh, for just finance deals? Yeah. 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 No. I post shit up for the business occasionally, or like just I'll just go on Facebook and talk shit. <laughs> 
Nice. It's not really talking shit. It's just like posting whatever, like I've, Second Amendment shit. Or- I've been considering <laughs> getting on um, next door because that's like. The- oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, if you go on next door, oh my god! I got thrown out of there permanently once under my real name, and then I changed it right to B. And if you look under their terms of service, you're allowed to change it to something people have called you in the past, right? So I <laughs> nice. made myself like androgynous sex named B. Oh my God. And the people that saw my like thing changed to that, right? And knew my old persona. They were like, God, that's an anarchist. Don't talk to him. He'll suck you into like, oh my God. (laughs) So then I got totally banned on that account. And then I started up a new one with like a girl icon as B, B E E. From day one, and uh, oh my god, now I just go in and just talk, drop so much shit, like hippie shit, hippie shit, right? And then I just like drop some like First Amendment shit, like fuck no, you mount. By the way, they're spraying aluminum in the sky. (laughs) Yeah, like just don't go outside today. There's shit coming down. Oh no, they oh they get so pissed. Oh my fucking god. And it, I never like start a post. I only like post out like you know, people bitching about like. You realize if there were less laws, oh, it's so great. They bitch about not having like trendy restaurants in the fucking dumpy like town. Like (laughs) it's a it's a it's a worker sleep town except for the ribbon that's along the sea, right? The V ribbon, and then the rest is all like you know fucking Section Eight and stack and rack old apartment buildings along the old highway, like that they can tax to death. So it's like. Why don't we have like nice restaurants and like swanky fan? Like, why don't people want to come to our neighborhood for trendy restaurants? It's like, uh, hello, you fucking regulate everything to the minuscule death. And as soon as the one seniorita starts selling burritos on the street corner out of a cooler, something cool, you fucking Nazi are in like three fucking seconds. Why do you think you don't have cool shit? Yeah. Oh, man. And then, oh, my God. Oh yeah, I'll post a pink hair picture and then argue from the like freedom standpoint. They have no idea what to do. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was actually it was just like two days ago. I was saying to my wife, like, I think next door might be my next activist point. Because <laughs> I'm not. Oh, you know what? I'm really oh, not that's that what got good. me thrown out. I'm not that good at hundred percent. Like, no, I'm, do it. I'm very you, much you don't have just to do like much. agorist. Like, more just do my own thing. Grow my own food. Hunt, no, like, I, nullification. Like, That's what it was. It was uh, uh, it was somebody wanking about um, jury selection, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I'm like, "You got somebody's get out of jail for free card." I'm like, "Go down there, and if they didn't do anything to anybody, if they broke the fucking king's law, nullify that shit." Oh man! As soon as I typed out nullification, boom! Permanently banned account. Wow. Yep, that that's is, what it was. The word telling. The word. How telling? Yep. Oh yeah, they will tell you what they're afraid of. Yeah. Nullification. Nullify. Well, you know what? Okay, my whole principle on business from minute one as a fucking nullify everything like no you're not supposed to go around the neighborhood and mow people's lawns when you're 12 fuck no you're not but you know what <laughs> yeah <laughs> they don't enforce the 160,000 pages of code they enforce right. like three pages of it. <laughs> well, and then something I'm starting to 
realize and test the boundaries of in my own little town, you know, like, yeah, yeah, it's funny. I mean, I've done plenty of, no, I have not. I definitely have not done. Oh, definitely never. I have not done plumbing and electrical work in my own house because that would be illegal. But I've thought about it. You can do it in your own house. And I've thought about <laughs> in your state, you're not allowed to do your own plumbing. Oh, it's not a state thing. It's like it's a lo- like we live in a borough, and the borough has oh. their own, like bullshit. Oh, but, dude! So oh, it was we're funny. Also, was, we're yeah. also not allowed to have chickens, so. and guess what? We're just gonna have chickens. You know, we we already have a quail. It's, chickens are just the next step up. Um, yeah, we were only supposed to have four when we had fifty-four ducks. We're not supposed to collect our own water. But, like, I look around town, and people already do this. Like, people already have chickens around town. People already collect their own water around town. So I'm like, you know what? I guess we're good. I'm not going to worry about it. And I don't really care if it's technically against the law. As long as they're not enforcing it, I think it's a cool town. You know? It's so pretty... It's like, oh, you live on West Coast, lost on the books, but really, like, I think they're more worried about staying alive till the end of the shit. I think that's the number one thing. Like, that's it. Like, they don't, they don't even stop cars out here anymore. You want to not stop, you just don't stop. It's, yeah, that's so. Yeah, yeah. The amount of laws I don't think should have a big correlation to what you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But then again, I don't start a day by going like, oh, I got a great fucking idea how to build this new contraption that's never been built. Oh, I'm going to go see if there's a law against it. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. Why would you, lo- why would you think to look on the website that you can barely find to, to see I if just, you're It always to. kills me when people are like, like I think there might be a, I'm like, uh, hmm, I don't fucking know. I, I'm like, not going to do one fucking thing to go look. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? 15,000 hours in government school, ding, every 50 minutes. Uh, yeah. That, now. It's Pee very now. effective. Ding. It's very effective. Ooh, yeah, you got to break the conditioning. You just, yeah, sometimes you got to be absurd to people. And just like, hey, you realize that's the conditioning, right? Ding, time to give. I'm afraid. <laughs> Sky flags, look at the truth, all the shit. Do it now. Yeah. Ugh. 1984 wasn't just a book. <laughs> that is no. a time machine. I don't know how they did all that shit. I yeah, don't know. That, Should we wrap it up? Is, what do you think? Yeah, no, I'm good. Um, I'm going to work tomorrow <laughs> pretty early, so I'm I'm good to wrap it up. Cool. Good, good, good. Yeah, I'm getting the I'm getting the come eat my cookie, you pia. <laughs> I got an Italian wife. She cooks shit. I eat it. That's how it goes. Dude, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for coming on. Totally, totally. Send me the uh, send me the link when it's up too, and I'm I'll blast it everywhere I can. I'm I'm doing um once a week releases, so it won't be released right away. I'll probably Ah. it'll be like I think it'll be two weeks from now. Good, good, good. Yeah, if you give me a couple days beforehand, I'll get a bunch of people be ready for it. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, it'll get people. Just the name will get people down to your podcast, Trip City Podcast. Yeah, throw off your plugs quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, I always forget. Foodforestfarms.com is just go there. you find fucking everything. Uh, uh, yeah, I started a church called Church of the Squirming Coil. 
it's a for-profit enterprise for sure. Uh, (laughs) I started a festival called the squatch fest.com. Come hang out with us. It starts on the summer solstice at high noon with a tea ceremony in my private little woods, 10 acres of fun, 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 up to 700 people bring hammocks, 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 car camping, tents, whatever. If you got to bring a rig, don't bring a fucking big one. Uh, <laughs> oh, let's see what else. Uh, let's see. Food Forest Farms, the, uh, the SquatchFest.com. Don't go to SquatchFest. That's like run by the county. It's lame. Our, our most got fun thing is cannabinoidnaturalfoods.com can, oh, and com. Oh yeah, stoned metal art. We didn't get it. Yeah, I, I taught myself how to weld this winter, and uh, now I'm making like uh, cool sculptures and shit. And my wife's making um, jewelry out of like beach agates that we find on the Puget Sound. So yeah, if you want handmade uh, jewelry or metal art made by me, stonedmetalart.com. Is your wife Chicken Joe? <laughs> She is chicken Joe. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. We used to, we used to drive around in the uh, three wheeler making like B footage and we had like a little chicken Joe and uh, I was a little gnome on the dashboard and the camera would like swing on a pivot. So it was like chicken Joe and, uh, and the gnome just like racing around the like, like uh, forest scenes and whatever. We just shot a bunch of B roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's up on Odyssey. Way back on yeah, years ago. Oh, so much shit. But it's on the blockchain, so it's up forever. There we go. <laughs> All right, I'll drop off and let you do the show ending stuff. How about that? You're you, good. You're, how do you uh, end? We can, I mean, since I do post-production, we can end it whenever. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's so, right. Oh, yeah, thank yeah. you for oh, coming on. Good, well, that's a good it. one. That's all the places. That's great. You're yeah. like, she's chicken Joe. Oh, yeah, people will go for it. <laughs> wow, that's fun. She's, Hell, yeah. She's always like, I never get dick pics. It's <laughs> 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 like, I hear about these mythical dick pics. I'm like, oh, just wait. Yeah, we got the right group yet. Yeah. <laughs>